Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Maverick Dan and Robert Master. I think the new names are good. You're wrong. <laughs> Chris Wolfhart. I'm buying aviators. And Dr. Agro. Oh, uh, wait, can I be Maverick then? Here on Gigaboots. Bark, bark. No, you're Iceman. Uh, I don't know if the mic picked that up. No, it did, it did not pick up you biting. I don't know. I think I think we all just rebrand now. And it's, uh, somebody years from now will be like, it was pretty fucked up when some conglomerate just fired everyone on the network. I mean, if, if we're straight up pulling from Top Gun, I demand to be Merlin. Really? Yeah. That's that's what does it for you? Mm -hmm. If you say so. I, I guess. You know, what, whatever, man. Only if you crash and burn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks for your support yeah. here on my first episode <laughs> of the Big Pink Dimension. You, you know, our listeners may not appreciate this, but I don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> There's nothing going on over here. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you don't actually have an identity until something's under you. I have no name. <laughs> It's like, it's like one of those fucked up fantasy cultures where somebody doesn't get a name until they're like 16 or supposed to entertain the idea that that's functional at all. <laughs> I, I, just yeah. need, I just need like a seven year old girl to be like standing right here to constantly go. He doesn't have a name. That's so death can't find him. <laughs> oh. You know, the, I, I think a big thing to mention is the best game coverage channel out there. They have a deep lore. You have to read the wiki. Until the age 16, you don't have a name. And death is always seeking Dr. Agra. <laughs> hey, 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 don't say his name. <laughs> what are you doing? You son I'm, of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what, what did you want again? Merlin? Okay, I can do, I can do that. One moment. I don't even remember which one was Merlin. <laughs> Honestly, neither do I. <laughs> oh, no! He might have been one of the instructors. <laughs> be honest, I was just hoping that there was no Merlin in time. <laughs> I think anyway. we need to uh, put Avatar under aggro like, uh, like wizards. <laughs> Now, is this like wife parentheses dead or <laughs> Merlin parentheses avatar? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and preempt the next mailbag question. Hey, Dr. Agro, when are you going to play Ultima? <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I sometimes ask myself that question, you know? <laughs> we need the weekly Ultima check-in with Dr. Agro. Oh, God. It's no. just me chained at the bottom of a 17th century well with a laptop. <laughs> oh, come on, Agro. You're having a lot of trouble with this archaic 40-year-old game. <laughs> you need to become a space ace, Agro. The princess won't talk to you until you're a space ace. Oh, no. Um... Okay, so complete twist this week. I set up everyone this whole week to be like, Coke, the Coke drink. That's what you tune in for. That's the important thing. And I set up my co-host the same way. I've eaten countless things this week that were new that I was supposed to inform you people about, and one of them went to the top immediately. Mm -hmm. And it did this 10 hours ago. This is a PSA. 
We're elevating the importance of this part of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, do not get the French toast sticks at the Wendy's. Wait, they do that? <laughs> they just started. <laughs> Wait, it's okay. bad. Was this, is this like day one? No, it's like they've had the sign for weeks. Oh, okay. And I finally found the time to go and try it. Okay, let me explain. You know, when you go to Burger King, they have theirs. And obviously, they fry them on the spot when you order them. But they're pre-made to some extent. You can tell they're doing some level of heating it properly on the spot. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. These literally taste like someone took the plainest bread they could. Didn't, like, put batter on it properly. (laughs) Grilled it. Weeks ago, froze it, and they microwaved it at the store. These are the saddest uh, French toasts I've ever had. Uh, you literally cannot do worse than these. I, that seems insane. I, I honestly <laughs> want to try it to see how bad it is. I don't know. Like, French toast is one of those things, when you fuck it up, it's just so sad. It's, yes. it, it, is, it was so sad. It was so depressing. It literally had... Like, there's a certain texture expectation I have for French toast, where it's like, okay, the the outside of it is going to be a little fluffy almost, so it can absorb the, the syrup and, like, be really great going down. So, for me building up the sentence like this, you should assume, no, it was it was like you took a piece of bread and stuck it in a charge form and grill. <laughs> so, it's just completely <laughs> what flat. What kind of a psycho would do that? <laughs> Wendy's? <laughs> Yeah, it was dire. It was truly, truly dire. I did not expect... I, I don't... Wendy's breakfast is actually pretty good in my experience. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, I'm a big fan of all fast food breakfast that I've tried. I like McDonald's. I like Taco Bell. Burger King. I think going to Burger King for breakfast is more valid than going any other time of the day. Oh, yeah, those French toast sticks there yeah. are something special. Yeah. yeah. I only go to Burger King for the Egnormous Burrito. No, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I've gotten that on occasion, too. And then you can get the value buy. That's like two sandwiches for $4. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I, I, you know, I think this is a balanced meal, actually. Yes, I <laughs> eat both sandwiches. Perfectly balanced. <laughs> Am I holding the sandwich on my finger? You just got to like shift in between. <laughs> if everything like... is carbohydrates, you could say it's balanced. Yes! <laughs> What was he cooking? And then it's just the people at Wendy's making these terrible French toast sticks. It's they got the George Foreman grill. It's so depressing. Adjectives that should not be associated with French toast topping the list hard. (laughs) Oh, God. Second place flat. I don't know. Cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon toast crunch is fine. The cereal? It's, it's, it's kind of hard and flat. I mean, if you don't put it in... Well, actually, no. It's not flat at all. Those things are all curled. They're like, eh. Well, they're, they're curled, well, but they're like, well, flat and curled. French toast, French toast Crunch is a different cereal from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, yeah, it is. That's, that's true. Yeah, the French Toast Crunch actually is both hard and flat. Until you add milk, and then it's not really hard. That cereal used to be really good, I swear to God, just like every other cereal. It just got way worse. Because... <laughs> 
Because I've, I've kept a pretty good <laughs> check of my bias against cereal as I've gotten older. I, I think that may be just one of those things that, yeah, as, as you get older, like, oh, the chemical we put in this used to be complex and interesting, and now it just tastes like dry maple syrup. I really appreciated this mix of plastic and bleach when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's that angle, but or it could just be in 2003, the... Uh, government approved the use of some horrible sugar right. substitute made of corn husks that mm -hmm. made everything taste bad. I know there was a distinct point, even in my childhood, where Cookie Crisp became entirely different. To, like, the flavor changed completely. Yes. I was like, yeah. that happened. 15 or less. That was and real. I, and I knew that, oh, I don't like the cereal anymore. I and mean, it's made that way since. And that's that's what happened with Oreo O's for me. Where oh. I thought when they first came out, they were great. Mm -hmm. And then even just a year later something happened i don't even know if we were yet at the point where they're like the marshmallow part's separate and i'm like i don't want a cereal with marshmallows if i wanted that i would have lucky charms they did that that's hilarious yeah they did do that at one point i think they <laughs> rolled it back i'm not entirely sure lucky charms yeah that's a basic move yeah. You, got, you got to go to the back section you got to get that shit that's crunch berries with marshmallows <laughs> Are you, oh, are you that's the real play? Are you repping Malto Meal right now? Is Hell that, yes. I was, was like, a bad boy we, growing we up. We gave this guy a fucking platform and within <laughs> 10 minutes. Ditch the box, bitch. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm also a bad boy. No. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Pay six dollars for the 10 ounce box of uh frosted mini wheats or pay four dollars for the 18 pounds of frosted mini spooners yes <laughs> that name has always been really good is it actually called that yes uh -huh. yes it is that's hilarious okay i'm like this bowl of cereal feels makes me feel warm like i'm being spooned right now thank you malto meal oh man but yeah i i, I okay blueberry muffin top cereal there's no comparison no one else has that so Malta Meals always had that competitive advantage, even outside of the value market. See, they're a lot like AMD, right? Where AMD has to compete on value. Malta Meal <laughs> has to compete on value. I'm trying to say Malta Meals, the AMD of cereal. When is Sony going to start including a pack of top cereal with the now expensive PS5? <laughs> that would make it go down smoother. It's like it's $50 more, but... <laughs> I don't want to see the tweet that's like, please, please stop putting your Dino Pebbles into the PS5. This was not meant to be a physical component. Xbox gamers just like with the SSD and going, oh, it's so complicated. That's just like, how were they supposed to know? <laughs> if a cereal came with my Xbox, I too would pour it in the hole. Well, there's all those holes in the top of the Series X. What are those meant for other than Fruity Pebbles? Exactly. <laughs> you gotta block him up. I'm kind of regretting we didn't fill the one we destroyed with fruity like, pebbles. You, you've got to unscrew the foot on that thing, and that uh -huh. you'll find the milk hole. And then, <laughs> you, like, you pour the cereal in into the indention on top, and then the milk comes up through those square holes, <laughs> finally settling the which comes first argument. Please, Agro, tell me more about the milk hole. <laughs> So is there like a siphon that draws it up towards the cereal? It, it, it's completely pneumatic. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I thought my next guess was it was like a thermometer and you put your hand around the bulb, right? And then it would just, it's... That's not milk. how milk works. 
<laughs> this milk is just the right temperature and viscosity. Where what? Are you, what did you put in your cereal as a kid? <laughs> Could you see your face in it? Did yeah. iron float in it? <laughs> well, I mean, my breakfast cereal. I would look down at it and I see half a reflection of my face, like a mirror, and then it kind of looks like. Well, you know when oil spills in a driveway and it's rainbow-like and it's iridescence. My cereal kind of looked like that. What did yours look like? So the thing that's weirding me out is not that Dan clearly died in childhood. It's that we can still hear him. This is, I believe, our current present concern. Yeah, that's a real problem right now. I'm going to make a correction over here. <laughs> that was easy. It was like shake and bake. Which was like a bag of breadcrumbs. <laughs> That you would put on chicken, right? No. God damn it. <laughs> it's like tiny bits of foil that you shove into the... Is that not... <laughs> Wait, I think I've discovered something. Were you born a human child? <laughs> or, or were you some kind of an industrial vacuum? <laughs> been reincarnated into an influencer help i miss being i miss being an industrial vacuum please put me back anyway uh we we tried the new coke flavor <laughs> yeah we sure got fucking lost in the weeds on that one yeah seriously i don't know what you're talking about i just changed my title on stream to say dead video games and his to say merlin this uh this coke I have, I have some right here too. When, when you do when you do broad strokes, this is a tropical Coke. I don't know if it's mango. I don't think it's pineapple. I like pineapple more than I like this. What are your thoughts? It's purple snow cone. It is purple <laughs> snow cone syrup cut with regular Coke. This is fucked up. Every time he does this, uh, this motherfucker, he tried normal ass monster, the green soda monster. For the first time ever. And within seconds, he's just like, it tastes like orange soda and spree. And I'm like, how did you fucking nail that? <laughs> what the fuck? I think seconds later, I had altered that description to sweet tarts and ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it tastes like Coke, but mm -hmm. you added in something that tastes like you described the concept of a fruit flavor to an alien. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's one of those things that it doesn't taste like you're like oh this is strawberry flavored. No, this is strawberry candy flavored. Yeah, uh, the way I described it, especially it, it's especially apparent when you drink the diet one. It tastes like Coke mixed with a fruit gum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, gum. That's yeah. This is some fruit it's a, stripe shit. It's mildly less. Yes, it it is fruit stripe soda. It is mildly less apparent when you drink the normal one as opposed to the diet. I think the diet just instantly tasted like that. The, what's weird to it for me is uh, I drink it. It hits me with that flavor you guys are talking about first. Then that disappears and becomes like not nothingness. It's like my tongue just feels dirty. Yeah, it's it's weirdly it just vanishes. Yeah, it's so strange. Do you like That's tropical this, this, drinks and feeling filthy? <laughs> this still sounds better than the Starlight, which was like. I had this in the freezer and it still tastes warm. <laughs> like, I feel like I should be able to pour this into a cotton candy machine. Yeah. And just run it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, of the three, you know, Starlight, this, and Marshmallow, I think I like Marshmallow the most. 
it actually tasted a little bit more fruity and a little bit less coke-like and a little and way less um gum-like yeah i don't know i don't i don't like these fruity ones at all i'll take the starlight over them even though that's like a cinnamon raspberry or something it also seems like there's vanilla in vanilla there. raspberry know. is what it, uh, is what i got yeah they they need to stop fucking around make coke with more obvious lemon flavor i mean yes lemon yeah, is lemon. like the best thing you can add to a soda basically I mean, especially I'm, cheer wine I'm, I'm in line with the, that internet post you'll see in in various forms stop fucking with coke Either put the cocaine back in or leave it alone. <laughs> they could just they could just put it in real cane sugar again. But see, they won't what? they won't they won't put cocaine back in Coke because that would compete with Monster. And they own Monster <laughs> it's, now. It's, so they don't want to do that. So do they still have the co- the Pepsi throwback in Niceville? Because I feel like that was around for a couple of years and then disappeared. Yeah, I think it's gone. I don't yeah, think I've seen I it in a long I've time. I feel oh, weird. no, we make 10 cents less a case when we use real ingredients in our slop. We mm-hmm. have to go back to the desiccated corn husks. Yes. I mean, they, we still get uh, Mexican Coke, which is still good. But it's just, you know, that's yeah, we still we we, mm-hmm. we have that, too. But it's, but they they did the real sugar Pepsi for a while. And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, that's hard. We don't like to cry. <laughs> It's okay. You can just start sending something more on our side. We'll pay it. No, no, no. Do you guys? Do you guys remember how when when the when the Mexican cokes first started getting popular in like stores, uh, there was a bunch of articles basically boiling down to you can't actually taste the difference. You just think you can. Yes. It was just like the sixty frame per second things. Yeah, God, mm. seventh gen sucked. <laughs> and that was that was the same thing. I think that was even the same time. Yeah, no, that's what it we was around the same time. Things. Yeah. God, why is all journalism like this? Did you know you can't well, observe well, reality? Well, you see, Bob, it's called manufacturing consent. <laughs> it's when the media lies directly to your face. Ooh, <laughs> I hate that you're right. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, uh, did did like let me let me explain. I'm not going to talk about this, but I did eat. Stop <laughs> eating things. <laughs> I did eat bacon jerky. <laughs> this is awful. Is it 2008? It kind of felt like it. I mean, uh, I, uh, I, uh, Dan, next Dan is going to review the fucking bake caffeinated bacon soap he saw post for on Reddit. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, God! I also tried that bacon <laughs> stuff. It's awful. They I were mean, talking I... about it on R slash Epic. No! <laughs> How did he know? That's one of the only three Reddits I'm subscribed to. <laughs> but yeah, this bacon jerky is terrible. I literally saw it in the gas station. And went. I remember when I ate that because I ate every last thing in the CVS I worked at, working overnight, <laughs> ten hour shifts. Because if you work there enough years, of course you've eaten everything in the store. They're not that big. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, even though it's illegal, they're like, it's your lunch break. You can't leave. And I'm like, that's not how that works. Yeah, it's a surprisingly common thing. Yep. It's real terrible. Yeah, I know GameStop did that all the time, too. They didn't forbid me from leaving when I worked at Target during lunch, but it was like, I don't want to. I don't want to. They only give me 30 minutes. Am, mm-hmm. I, sp- yeah. am I going to leave? It's like, no, so I guess I'll eat every single thing in this Target. That's when I learned what every single flavor of Pepperidge Farm cookie was like. (laughs) 
all at once. <laughs> the stack. Just eight bags and open I, in front think, of Chris. I think just... every single one in every single type in my top three they quit making. Oh, oh. that sucks. Like, well, where the fuck are the chocolate chessmen, asshole? Dead in the earth. <sighs> Speaking of dead in the, in the earth. We played Gears. <laughs> I also played Gears. <laughs> Let me tell you about a very uh, overarching theme of Gears. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> Uh, oh okay. man! So at a certain point in Gears, I take it there there is no woman, <laughs> but at that point, is there also no cry? Oh. oh. Well, so here's the thing. Okay, Gears Judgment is the first Gears we played last Friday. I say first Gears because we decided when it'd be funny if we did twenty and a half hour stream. <laughs> Which actually, you know, I felt better through Gears Four as I do at the beginning. I, I I'm genuinely serious when i say i hit a strive six hours into every stream which is why it's so hard to quit past that point anyways <laughs> gears judgment is is a game made by people can fly it is right after gears 3 for people who don't know it's the filler game they needed an extra gears for the 360 and this game is in so many ways about how it controls what what the core ideas are a Gears game, but all of the content is structured radically different. The control scheme was actually modernized, so it feels way better. And it's bizarrely the least... Like, it's it's the same problem God of War Ascension has, where you have to have the story that is meaningless. Yeah, you can't have anything accomplished because yeah. the prequel. Right. It's a prequel story. They needed to just fill things out. Uh, but it commits the worst crime possibly it, in the Gears it's, series. It's unbelievably funny because there's all this unknown stuff about the immediate backstory of Gears, even starting in the first one. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, are you going to confront any of that? No, they said they didn't say we. They said we weren't allowed. We, nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing could matter. <laughs> <laughs> and they write this game in a way where it's like Coltrane does not act like Coltrane 95% of the time. The closest he gets is some narration stuff during his recollection of the events of the game. Uh, see, the structure for the story here, Merlin, is that... They are recounting an event that occurred where they uh, took government weaponry to fight uh, an enemy threat in a trial they're having in the middle of a war zone. Okay. So it's constantly flashing back. Right. Four different members remembering, and then the first member remembers again. All right. So timeline-wise, the game actually moves very little. Baird, thank God, doesn't act like he did in 3, where they decided he should just be insufferable. <laughs> they were like, Baird's the funny one, right? And literally everyone's like, no. He's not that funny. He's kind of sarcastic and then just does his job. He's like, that coworker you have who's not a bad worker, but he cracks a joke about how everything sucks while he does it, right? Baird is like, um, he's the guy that you met in high school, and he's never done anything to get kicked off the team. But sometimes he gets to the line. <laughs> and then in Gears 3, he's like, I'm going to quip as we're both about to die. This is my thing now. And I'm like, that's really not your thing. Okay. 
so thank God in Judgment he doesn't act like that. But Coltrane doesn't act a single fucking thing like himself for 95% of that game, if not more. Yeah, he hardly talks. Like at all. It's weird. It is weird. Mm. It was to the point where we were like, is this Coltrane? Yeah. He was- acts nothing like himself. He's barely talking. <laughs> we had to look it up. We were like, okay. Okay, okay it, chat. It, it, I'll trust you now. I looked it up. They say that's him. It's that 15 years of the past, so everyone's pretty redesigned. Yeah. Yeah, especially Coltrane. Yeah. I feel like... He doesn't look like his statue of himself at that age. Right. He looks different from that. statues of him from when he was an athlete. (laughs) So weird. It it is bizarre. Uh, But, you know, the structure itself is is pretty interesting because unlike the other Gears games where it's just play through the story, this one is a hyper-linear... Well, I wouldn't say linear because it cuts to the future to then cut back... But there's no gameplay up there until you follow the events all the way back. Anyways, it cuts these segments into small, judgeable, rankable, scorable things. Where it's just like, you got this many stars. Good job. Get enough stars to get the important campaign. And we're like, oh, um, is that going to be a problem? And then we play and it's like, no, it's not going to be a problem. Like, then why did you do it? (laughs) <laughs> don't you feel accomplished no you know how many times we got one star and we still got that shit easily yeah i think that if we got one star in every mission we would have gotten that i think it's that that it, level the, i feel like maybe we had to get two stars twice it, it was that it's close. insanely it's insane that they try to make the the challenges to get more stars diegetic mm-hmm. where it's like so which leads to them introducing insane lore like they tell us not to use uh, locust weapons. And I'm like, one, why? Two, every other game has made it, has pretty strongly implied that they're just human guns they stole. Like, there's no locust, like, aesthetic weapons. They're just fucking, like, assault rifles. Right. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like Halo, it, where covenant weapons are clearly different. Right. It's weird, because there are some that only they have. Like mm. the hammer burst, the rocket launcher, and the machine gun pistol. Like those the, are the only o- theirs. The only one that I would say fe- feels like this is a locust weapon they came up with mm-hmm. is like the boom shot because it's it's enormous. Yes, and the torque bow. Yeah, everything yeah, that- else like the, the the hammer burst just feels like that universe's version of the AK forty seven. It does. So we have this weird structure where. You know, generally Gears will be like, play through this level, it's like 40 minutes, maybe an hour, and it just keeps going. But in Judgment, it's literally like 10 minutes at a time, 8 minutes at a time. It's like, congratulations, you did this. Yeah, every the, every the, encounter ends with a score screen, and then you move to another stage. And some of them are really unremarkable. It's like, oh, you went through, I don't know, a, 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 not even a quarter of a mile of sewer and fought five dudes. Here's your here's your points. And I'm like, what? I hope you killed all five. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. I didn't chainsaw enough of them to get the really good points. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the, the point the scoring system doesn't make any sense for this game. Yeah. It's just like it encourages you to play in ways that don't make sense tactically. Mm. Like you said, yeah. you get extra points for doing chainsaw kills. Yeah. And all these other things. It's like, but it makes sense in this horde mode segment to stay back and not go out and after people because you die really easily in these games yeah for the parts that aren't really really short they also just have horde mode things where it's just we set up an open area you will defend it for this many waves and they roll that out a few too many times yes 
But overall, I'm actually kind of positive on this game because even though it has... Uh, okay. <laughs> it has a more modernized control scheme that I appreciate. Now I'm going to talk about the writing thing I like because every Gears has to have this, I guess. Yes. I have to talk about the writing thing I absolutely hate. So Gears is a pretty wifeant uh, franchise mm -hmm. post two. <laughs> yes. You get to Judgment, the flashback game, and you have your team of four. You got Baird, <laughs> White Guy Sid, like Fall Fancy Seven Sid, sort of, yeah. sort of look to him, like Sid crossed with a, a member of NSYNC with a fridge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you got Coltrane, literally based on Bettis. I think people were saying. I was like, cool. Pittsburgh Steelers. Anyway, uh, and then you have a uh, Russian guy with scars. Or clearly, Paruk, I think is his name. Pa Paduk. Um, yeah, Paduk. Yeah, he's in, he's he's Russian coded, but they don't. They, they <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's oh, of the God, other they're enemy so, faction. They're he's so unbelievable. It's so fucking lame for them to to try to explain the fucking backstory of this planet and be like they also had America and the Soviet Union. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. What is this? The original Star Trek? <laughs> America and the Soviet Union are endemic parts of intelligent life. Any deterministic view of evolution uh -huh. means that a, a hominidistic society will always develop a capitalist United States and a kind of authoritarian communist Soviet Union. That's well, just you're, part of how it goes. It's in our DNA. You're such I a, played Metal Gear. <laughs> you're such a smart science fiction writer. <laughs> so then we build this giant wall all <laughs> the way around the planet. Wow. No. <laughs> oh, God, that's Killzone 2 also. God damn it. No, that was Shadowfall. That was Shadowfall. Oh, oh man. Just we but just, resistance is the one that's the rival of gears, right? That's how it worked out. Yes, timing-wise, unfortunately, it released in the same schedule, mm. same time frame every time. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, so in this, the fourth member who I haven't gotten to yet is a lady, and when they go to write her, was this the one where they like have the girl now? Is that? My, my well, Gears actually, history is fuzzy. In, okay, so in Gears 3, you can play as Anya, who's been a character the whole time, but wasn't like a mercenary. She wasn't a fighter. She seemed to be, you know, intel. She seemed to be that sort of thing. And in Gears 3, she's now just one of the Gears, and she can be frontline person, you know, when you do four-player. Um, Judgment introduces Sophia. Sophia is a female character, and it's like, okay, that's, that's cool. What are we going to write for her? So she's an academic. That's fine. And she knows of this professor who might have a thing to help. Okay. And she clearly uh, fucked this professor. Uh, okay. That's... You had to write a woman and the first thing you thought of was what if she's into older men with power? Getting some lost in translation vibes here. Uh, this is fine. I'm coping. We'll, we'll, we'll get past this. Then the game ends. Me and Bob, we unlock the cool extra campaign that takes place during Gears 3, where you play as Coltrane and Baird, confirming exactly what I said during Gears 3 of, that is clearly a part of this game that was supposed to happen more. Because <laughs> they do it once in the opening, and then never again. Me and Bob the whole time are just like, why aren't we playing as Coltrane? And I'm like, they, they clearly wanted to do that and just cut that shit. Mm. So, here in Judgment, you unlock the campaign to do that. 
you meet up with the Russian guy as Baird and Coltrane. And Baird's like, how's Sophia doing? And he's like, I'll tell you at the end of the DLC campaign. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it ends with, yeah, uh, Locust Raiders got her. No, it was it was Cog Raiders. Was it Cog Raiders? Yeah, because he's like they had these tags and they were Cog tags. Oh, I thought it was the that was her tags or something. Okay, yeah. So it was Cogs and not yeah, Locust. Yeah, so she she was taken off by some Cog rapists, I guess. I don't know. And then and then he and then the conversation immediately just goes, "Never talk to me again." Yeah, so that way Russian guy could get written out. Yeah, and I, I guess they never go back to it. <laughs> and then and then they walk away, and I'm just pissed because I'm like, Sophia like was actually kind of neat, aside from the only thing they thought to write for her backstory was into men older men with power. Yeah. Um What a terrible <sighs> franchise in terms of character writing. I know yeah, it's, it's, it's it's the worst. It it's, honestly, it would be way better if they were just like, no, I'm sorry. Gears of War is a dude bro franchise. We don't have any female characters. Yeah, that might have <laughs> worked out better, honestly. Uh, so so I'm pretty upset about this turn of events. I'm like, this sucks. And the chat goes, by the way, Sophia never comes up again. And I'm like, this really sucks. <laughs> I didn't need you to tell me that. I was holding on hope that maybe four or five would. Bring her back and no. There's, so there's anyway. always six, <laughs> which uh, which uh, may or may not exist. That is that one of the Funko ones, or I, I'm having trouble keeping <laughs> no, track Funko, of which is the main Gears uh, line these days. <laughs> Funko already came out and uh and uh bombed. Well, got shut down. See, and then like, Tactics is another prequel. It's like the Ender timeline and the, the, the Bean timeline, okay? So we have Gears 5, but notice it's not Gears of War 5. So next year, expect <laughs> Gears of War 5. Yes. I God, you. that's so stupid. That it's, so stu <laughs> it's so stupid they did that. Where it's like, we just made it Gears 5 because we have that disease that Silicon Valley companies have where if we don't change things every six months, our, our customers will lose interest. Gears 5 followed by two gears, two warriors. Yes. Uh we will not be playing Gears Tactics during this month because that game is huge and we can't tack it onto a Gears 5 stream cuz Gears 5 is huge allegedly. Yeah, so it's, it's not. giant. Oh, oh, it was not Chris. No, I it, it took me maybe 9 hours. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get really bored. <laughs> we'll just you'll just have to find out tomorrow when we stream. Yeah, like like you 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 people told you it was as long as God of War twenty eighteen. Like, I ain't fucking in the same universe as that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. How long to be? It's a little weird. They're like you're gonna spend every you're gonna wrench all of the content out of the open world, right? And I'm like, I did that. What do you Whoa. mean you did that at night? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, we played Kill Switch. Do you know about Kill Switch, Doctor Merlin? Um, uh, only in that it is uh, a PS2 game. Uh huh. Uh, which means it it predates the metalcore joke I want to make about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. It did it first. So kill. 
dot switch. Because there is a there is a dot. It's oh. represented by a blue halo on the box art. Don't Take forget the switch. don't forget the uh, take cover, take aim, take, take over. over. <laughs> it's important. Yeah, it's part of the title. It is part of the title, it's, kind of. It's not a bad role no. to have on a cover. No, no, it's, and it's, they say it in the first five minutes. So that's like that's a character. Really, or? Yeah, <laughs> someone just shouts, "Take cover, take take aim, take over." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they explained the cover shooter mechanics to you. Because this is the progenitor of the entire genre this is the first one nice aggro this shit is literally gears one zero (laughs) this is gears zero the fucked up thing is they actually have like lead gameplay designer like the director of the gameplay design on kill switch went over and made gears so then i go what did cliff B do because it is (laughs) oh Killed women. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it really does feel like he did nothing. He, 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 was, he brought the horrible aesthetic in writing. Yeah, he brought some huge guy to design huge dudes. Because that's the thing. The character designer is some really, really insanely buff dude. Yes. Uh, for Gears. So I, he didn't do that. He brought the chainsaw gun, maybe? He probably brought the Lancer as a concept. Mm-hmm. Probably. We don't know that. We don't. That could have been the lead gameplay designer being like, I wish Melee was better in my game. Look, I don't, I don't want to sound cynical. Okay. Or, or overly political. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. But I, I, I don't know Clifford Blazinski personally. <laughs> Clifford. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> terribly familiar uh, w- with his work professionally, but there, there is a chance based on the time frame uh-huh. <laughs> that maybe he was just some frat bro that got a job and then did nothing for years showed up to conferences and cashed the fucking check well Uh, as soon as he left epic he immediately ran into the wall like four times in a row and then did a thread of his game ideas that never got made and they were all the worst thing you had ever heard of one of them (laughs) was like you're a guy going down the river in an inner tube and things attack you I'm like, uh, that exists, Cliffy B, and also was bad. I've seen that episode of Kids Next Door. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) Based on the very same greatness. Uh, Yeah, it is interesting when you think about Peter Molyneux and Cliffy B and how they kind of fill the same slot, but Cliffy B's just louder. (laughs) And people gave him more rope. I'd be more apt to assume that Cliffy B's just an idiot. Yeah, like Cliffy B doesn't didn't make wild promises like Molyneux dude. Like that was that was Molyneux's thing of he's always got a hundred different ideas and promises he'll make about a game. But they fit the same role in the industry of guy who's clearly the visionary that created franchise such as mm. mm-hmm. because at Bullfrog, you know, a lot of a lot of new and fresh minds came into Bullfrog and made their iconic games like the theme park, theme hospital, uh, syndicate. Populous is the only brainchild of Molyneux, as far as I know, at Bullfrog. And then he starts Lionhead, which gets black and white. And then Fable is also someone else's brainchild that he just subsumes their studio. Uh, okay, I need really? to know. Yeah. I need to know who came up with the name in Fable, Jack of Blades. Because if Molyneux came up with that name, everything's forgiven because that's a cool <laughs> name. That's fair. Clearly, I need to watch more uh, Peter Molyneux documentaries until he comments on this. That's psychologically healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's it's Gears has been an interesting month 
It is telling that after we finished our Gears Judgment and Gears 4 stream, I immediately tweeted, you all fucking lied to me. You told me this shit was better than Uncharted. Mm. It is not in the same ballpark. Yeah, I genuinely trusted them. I I didn't. If you had told me that, I, I would have been like, based on how much people stop talking about Gears after 2, I would know that that isn't the case. Because people still, like, Gears was still, like, poked its head up above, like, the ocean of background radiation. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, you look across the gaming landscape and one person can only see so much, but you see, like, things emerge. And nobody talked... Like, I've hardly ever seen people talk about Gears outside the context of 2. Yeah. yeah now, nowadays, that's definitely the case. I felt like when Gears 3 came out, Gears fans were still very excited. Yeah, gear, yeah Gears, back then, like, at the time, Gears 3 was real big because it, it was coming off of Gears 2. Yeah, it still had momentum as a franchise. Right. And, like, you get like, that as, big, as, you can release a couple love, of bad games. As I love to point out... um, Devil May Cry 2 sold more than Devil May Cry 3 because Devil May Cry 2 was coming off Devil May Cry 1 and Devil May Cry 3 was coming off Devil May Cry 2. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was interesting thing about Kill Switch. Time to Kill is super short. And, oh, incredibly and un- and completely short. Completely unlike Gears in that way. So hmm. we're talking if your if you're reticles on them and you're shooting, they're dead within maybe a second and a half. Yeah, it honestly made me feel like, oh man, I wish they did a, another franchise like this where we could have a cover shooter where people just die instead of everyone being a living tank. <laughs> you know, it's it's really impressive that like because they got the lead gameplay designer from Kill Switch, which was only possible because Namco looked at that game, which critically did insanely well for sixth gen, and said, yeah, uh, the shoot the studio isn't performing well enough. We're shutting it down. So that's the only reason they were able to get him, as far as I can understand it. Mm. Chris Isaki. Uh, the, the Gears people don't have to create a kill switch. They have the kill switch guy. They don't have to be like, that was our inspiration. Uncharted, they're just like, yeah, that's, that's our inspiration. That game was awesome. It, yeah, it's so weird to, to see like a game as, as influential on 7th Gen as Resident Evil 4 was. Right. And just nobody's heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, and the weird thing is going back to it, especially on the Xbox where it runs way better, because it was also on Xbox original. I, I played that in between Friday stream and now. That game's really playable and really enjoyable even now. It's kind of surprising. The worst part of that game, 100%, is the plot is the most low-budget executed thing ever. You can literally describe every cutscene in the game as possibly two total cutscenes, pre-rendered videos re-edited by some guy in a video editor cutting it off with digital static at different points oh we lost the connection (laughs) and then the the gameplay realization of the plot is hey we're uh announcing what you're doing this mission you need to go do it bishop and he's like okay how did you get here who doesn't matter don't worry about it (laughs) because in this game he can hijack other people's bodies with his neural link mind powers Nice. And now I have to describe the weirdest thing about our playthrough that is so bad it makes me want to do another playthrough of this on a stream. You found out why it was called Third Birthday? No. Oh. The game has plot points where it makes sure you are aware. This your main character is suffering from neural link connections. It keeps disconnecting. He's having problems controlling the body. And we had this problem in this game where we would get shot 
and our character would just lock up. Like we would just get shot and they wouldn't move, and then we would get shot to death and we would die. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the world or, kept moving around us. Everything else in the right. game's moving. We're just perfectly locked into place. A grenade goes off. We get shot. Something like that. And at random, random, that would happen. So we beat 98% of this game with this nightmare setup of, at random, we could just be doing a dodge roll and a grenade goes off anywhere near us and we freeze perfectly in midair and get shot to death. Mm. And we find out it is a glitch with the vibration functionality on the controller we're playing with. I have never seen anything like this in a video game in my life. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, right? So if I throw the grenade, it would try to rumble the controller and we would freeze. If I get shot with one bullet at random, it would freeze us in midair and we would die. We dug our way out of prison with half of a wooden spoon. <laughs> that is so fucking weird. And we still managed to have a pretty great time. That, that speaks so much about the quality of this game. Mm -hmm. That despite yeah, I, the I, worst glitch I've ever feel, dealt with, I feel like someday. Us. I feel like someday you have to go through the, the Xbox version on stream as like justice. It's like here's the yeah. game not fucking up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I played through half of that game off content uh, on Xbox, and yeah, it's it's really good, super enjoyable. It is funny. Um, you know, it tries to be more like a Metal Gear. Uh, tone wise in a certain way when it comes to levels you're playing through and other stuff but then halfway through it's like oh no memory archives uh blah 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 you're now in ancient ruins <laughs> and i'm like oh uncharted <laughs> you're you're now in ancient ruins so you're now in. Uh, i heard you're now ruins. an ancient ruins. <laughs> you're now <laughs> how does it feel bishop <laughs> <laughs> to be the ancient incan city of <laughs> jesus <laughs> man must suck now that you're a temple yes what did you expect no to be the answer <laughs> right like, this is very bizarre i don't know how to deal with this we, we hijacked his neural link <laughs> right. and made him possess a temple <laughs> he's a smart home how do you feel bishop i'm an enormous brown sandstone structure i <laughs> i feel like people are playing around with quake in me right now <laughs> but yeah kill switch is really good uh the music goes hard occasionally it's very funny in that way uh it has some of the funniest lines it has adam baldwin as uh <laughs> what was his name archer i think so archer was the bad guy and he goes the game ends now and then the game crashes <laughs> well that was the level we were trying really hard to beat despite the glitch yes that was so like we the final had to stage hear the, we had to hear that like 20 fucking times it was oh. really beautiful uh yeah no that that game was really good and it's dirt cheap, so frankly, it's one of those things where as of this recording, I could be like, yeah, maybe check it out. Right. Um, it does work like everything on Xbox does, playing off of a hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I should, you know, I assumed it was implicit because it was considered a part of our Gears month and it is made by a Gears person. But I should explicitly state it too features wifeant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's way funnier, though. Oh, it's great! It's amazing! There's, You get the whole dude holding his wife in his hands turned upward towards the heaven as she lies dead in it, and he goes, ah! as the camera's directly above him, zooming out, and I'm like, good. If Gears did this, it would have been fucking great, because it's funny as hell. Right? <laughs> Instead, no, it was super 
<laughs> yes. Our our actual theme this month, wife and yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for that. Uh, Gears Four. Let's get through it. Yeah, Gears Four is a Gears. Gears game. Four is <laughs> like if aliens were told to make Gears Two again, but include the cast of The Big Bang Theory. There you go. We talked about Gears Four. <laughs> it is good. I, I'm glad we I didn't have, have never, to dig into that any deeper. <laughs> this is finally the straw that breaks my fucking back on the generic guy like snarky girl with a highlight scared black comedy nerd mm -hmm. that triumvirate needs to be put down as a literary concept it was really good because gears 4 is a perfect mix like and it's so transparent of we're trying to do important writing these are serious character things what the there's yeah. nothing there and then the other half is quips and it looks like those jars of pre-mixed peanut butter and jelly <laughs> you can just see it from the outside the lines the discreet separation oh, inside God. the it's, jar and you're just like it's hmm. it's very strange for them to even continue this franchise when they <laughs> entirely change the aesthetic of the entire series Yes. It's like technology doesn't look the same. No. And Architecture that isn't the yeah. same. I, I feel like... Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> like they just... Like the, the, the planet doesn't look the same. No, it literally looks closer to Halo at this point than it looks... Especially Halo 4 than it looks like Gears. Yeah. No, it, like we're saying about playing is like... It didn't seem like the planet could have come back to this. No. Like, and, and on top of that, you have things like Jacinto's The Last Human City. Yeah. And now it's like these cities manufacture themselves. And I'm like, yeah, because they have a replicator from Star Trek. It's like, what is this? <laughs> that really sounds like some like they got a new writer and he's like, no. Well, it is, it's a whole new studio. It's, it's the second it's the second uh, but, but, Microsoft uh, makes yeah. a franchise, makes a studio to make the franchise. And there's a lot mm. of other weird similarities to like to three four three Halo. Yeah, let me like, let me explain to to Agra real quick. This is how beautiful the parallels are. Three four three is named after three four three Guilty Spark from from Halo. Coalition is the studio they renamed to Coalition and then made make Gears games because Cog stands for Coalition of Gears. It's really Coalition of Governments. Is sorry, what the, of uh, governments. Is what yes. Uh. The fucking parallels of just. Okay, now just redesign the entire aesthetic and make a new game. You spend the first, like, hour plus fighting robots. Yeah, robots that look weirdly cartoony. And yes. it's weird because we talk, like, Bob brings up while we're fighting them, like, they don't, like, it's not as fun as the Locusts. They don't bleed. They don't have a cool explosion thing. They don't. And then there's a cutscene where they bleed. And I, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me, because because um, when he was like, yeah, fighting these robots isn't as rewarding as like, like it doesn't feel as good as killing a locust. I was sitting there. I was like, yeah, they're robots. They could have like the white android blood. Yeah, no, I'm just it, thinking about like fucking alien. It, and, and then they show a cutscene way later where they do have the white android blood. And I'm like, what do you what? Hmm. It, it just seems weird. It's like I get that you need to do something new, but you also need to. Know that your Gears of War and people play you because you play as gigantic beefy dudes who rip things apart that are good fleshy. 
<laughs> so, yeah, it, it's very weird to like again. Gears of War is a meathead dude bro franchise. You can't like pull the zoomer brush over it and try to make it into a CW show. Yeah, Gears it, got it hit feels so fake and hollow at an awkward period of like they first come out with the you know video games have grown up and we swear and shoot and blood now and then the second wave of video games have grown up and we're all very embarrassed about the last five to ten years of games we made. <laughs> So, so we're very embarrassed. Uh, we're going to do the exact same gameplay. <laughs> oh yeah, no, exact, we're, we're not going to kill the same goose. enemy with the exact same enemy factions. But now we're going to talk a lot about how uh, we've grown up because we have the exact same sort of plot that ends the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they aren't even prepared to do something new plot wise. It's literally just let's hit the plot points of Gears Two. Like, what are you doing while, while being wrapped up in, like you said, Big Bang Theory? Yeah, it's it's <sighs> it's troubling. Uh, as for the scenes that are serious character moments, it's like the opening of the game where they're just like, look at this beautiful butterfly. It's, uh! it's, it's, <laughs> it's molting its shell and becoming a, a new beautiful creature that you should all appreciate. And then Bob's like, she's the daughter of the Locust Queen, isn't she? And then I just... I, I, my jaw drops and I go, oh God, the only thing I know about Gears 5 is she's having visions. Oh my God. And so from that moment forth, as they, as they do this incredible symbolic imagery, every moment forth in that game, it's just, you see the writer on screen frantically typing, or you just see 20 quips. That's the only two types of cutscenes in that game. I hate, I hated your fucking Gears 4 stream. I went back and watched the whole bot. <laughs> Because you made me notice, and I didn't notice this playing it because I was disassociating from the things they were saying. I was trying to protect myself. But um, every single line almost is like justification for what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like so bizarrely insecure. Yeah, they're, they're, it, 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 it it's makes not like- no sense. Like, I'm here to play the game. I'm not. Did you write this to own the CinemaSins guy? Because that's what it feels like. Right, because what 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 Chris is getting at is that it's not they're writing causal reality and connections of things. They're writing receipts and and checks to make sure. Oh, see, see, I can afford it. Like this makes sense. <laughs> Fuck you, and they'll just have a character open their mouth and that'll crawl out. It was really weird. I think that's the it, only game we've played this year on the channel that did that. It's Where's like multiple times in every level, something pops up and, and one of the characters has to immediately explain why it makes sense. It makes sense. We promise. Yeah, there's a we lot promise of that. that it makes sense. Like they do it for technology. They do it for character motivations. They do it for a bunch of things. And it's like, please stop treating me like a fucking child. Like I can buy into whatever you're doing, please. And then they still just do broad things of redefining the image of what Gears is, like, technologically and stuff like that. It's very bizarre. Very bizarre game. Uh, mm. They also kill off Anya between games. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because she's a woman, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I need to check who the voice actor was. It was was so (laughs) upsetting because the end of Gears 3 is, and this is the hugest betrayal in the first three Gears games, if you ask me, has a case of the not gays. And in this moment where it's like you would think Coltrane and Baird come over to console Marcus Phoenix about the passing of Dom, 
Instead, Anya does it because in Gears 3, they write in, well, she was your childhood friend. That's why your dad, Bardock, recognizes Anya. Uh, so for God them to do it. that, he really is Bardock. No, no I know. I, <laughs> I had to hear that part about him being a brilliant scientist. <laughs> and buff as shit and the coolest guy ever. I love I love that Gears writes dad's like Marcus Phoenix's dad is written like every eight year old imagines their dad, where it's just like, <laughs> yes. oh, they're the strongest, smartest guy in the world, and they'll beat you up, yeah, and they're Ge- gonna Gears solve audience, the world. Like if, if you can track it, they are the people yes. that all of those dad action movies are being made for now. Yeah, and then and the sad dad AAA video game, like that is that crowd. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, I, I, so, I do think that, that I, I do think Agro points out something that I've noticed a lot where it's like The Last of Us has this weird reputation among journalists and stuff as being like this woke progressive game, liberal game. And then you look at like the actual fans of Last of Us and they're in the replies of every tweet about how similar the remake looks to the original s- sending death threats. Yeah, there's a. Uh... There's a huge disconnect. It's like the between... Gears audience and the Last of Us audience are basically the same somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, I agree. Yeah. I know people who are into Gears who bought a PS3 at the end of the generation to play The Last of Us. So I agree with this assessment. Uh, but what I was going to say is doing the not gaze with Anya at the end of three and then the opening four is just like, your mother Anya died in between games. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. It's the only game franchise where I've just been like, hey, how about you fucking leave women alone? How about you just fucking <laughs> no more, No more women in your games, please. No, no you fucking. can't do it. You aren't trusted. So the fact that the entire game is a, is, a, is, a, is a game-long journey to prop up instead of Marcus Phoenix's son as the true protagonist of the new era, um, this, this, this lady... I actually don't remember her name. Holy shit. Uh, Laura uh, Bailey. Laura Bailey. Kite? Kite? <laughs> sure. Kate? Sounds, it's probably Kate. I think yeah. it's Kate. Uh, they they prop her up as she is the actual important character that this has been except, about. Because, except they fucking don't. That's something they said about five after the fact. But it's like, no, you just she was there quipping. The story didn't feel meaningfully about her at all. You mean four? Yeah, four. Okay, okay. You said five, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, no, they, no, they said the market... they said <laughs> they said that she, that's why they made her the protagonist of five because four was actually really all about her. And I'm like, "No, it fucking wasn't." But the ending it was of about four, nothing. The end one, yes, but two. The <laughs> ending of four literally just goes, "Your mother this is going to tragically pass because once again, the series shouldn't be allowed to have women in it." <laughs> You have to kill her because that's how this works. Every time we inject women into the body of Gears of War, it rejects it. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, we leave with a tease that she is, in fact, the the granddaughter of the Locust Queen. (laughs) And then the title screen of Gears 4 spoils that the Queen is still alive in Gears 5. Because they need you to know Gears 5 is a video game and you need to play it now and you can with Game Pass. That's what yeah. playing an Xbox game in 2022 is like. Yep. That's fucking weird. So anyway, you know, it makes sense when Call of Duty does it because they don't have story. Right. Like that, the campaigns are not even connected to each other usually. Right. So it's, it's insane to do the, for a series like this. This, this so. is another thing. Like, I've never played a franchise, not even Mass Effect, mm-hmm. where the story just stops and they're like, come back at the next one. <laughs> 
<laughs> like even Mass Effect 1 and 2 both have endings where it's like yes the uh, the looming threat still exists but we solved what this story was about. Mhm. And it feels like a conclusion. Yeah. What are you talking about, Chris? None of the none of the <laughs> Gears endings do that. It totally we look, Gears 1, we we blew up something and it ended the war. Gears 2, we flooded a city and ended the war. Gears 3, we killed every locust in existence and it ended the war. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. so the war's over. Uh, and, and, then, and then in Gears 4, you did nothing. <laughs> you saved your mom and then you ended the war. <laughs> Except she well, died. You, you, you didn't you, save her. You, yeah, you yes. saved her by stabbing her to death. I don't, <laughs> yes. I don't know if that <laughs> Dan, you said qualifies. this and it knocked me out. Uh, it's like, this came out the same year as Doom 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgot that that's how that timeline looked. Even now, I was like, when was that? 2014? 2015? Maybe something like that. That's, that's hilarious. What, what the a nicest hilarious, thing delightful. I can say about Gears 4 uh -huh. is... I thought when you put the, the, the helicopter on your arm and used it to cut something was cool, but they make you do it too many times. Yeah, they, they um, do the power fantasy moment and it overextends its welcome and uh, or overstays its I welcome. I think it's rough. better than Halo 4. Because at least Gears 4 has guns that I like in it at all. Which, which, it's so hard to compare the two for me because Halo 4 was more upsetting than Gears, but that's, than Gears 4, but that's because Halo had a really great universe and story leading into Halo 4, and Gears has never had that. <laughs> I it, wish it, it is did. weird that both Gears 4 and Halo 4 are like, well, the last problem was resolved, so here's Frieza. Yeah. So anyways, that was Gears 4. I'm very excited to play Gears 5 and Vanquish and not Gears Tactics unless we get really, really weird on that stream. Guess you'll just have to tune in to find out or go over to the Gigaboot stream archive. But that's that's basically it for me for what I played. Whew. Vanquish? Vanquish. It's cover shooter. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> the cover I'm shooter that punishes out, like, you for staying in cover. How the pedigree lines up? I'm like, oh, right, that's yeah. the best cover shooter. I'm like, are you sure? Because every time I've seen that game, somebody's been rocket sliding on their knees. Yeah, technically you could cover and shoot, but they have better <laughs> options that they let you realize. What a good game! What a good ass game! I'm so excited. I'm glad that got an eighth gen port. Anyway, that's it. Oh, and Gears Four. Uh, rolls back the smart control changes of judgment so it feels like the earlier gears and that's frustrating yeah they, they seem they it. seem to consider that like press up on the d-pad to get the grenade like a core part of gears identity which is what happens when um a completely unrelated studio is now the successor of a franchise they get really weird about every tiny little element of it it's it's you always end up in the situation where they're slavishly devoted to weird things mm -hmm. and then completely redo other things like tone mm -hmm. yeah and technology of the world yeah i don't i don't get it it's so weird it's so weird yeah it's so it was so weird to boot up gears 4 and it's like what why is vault tech from fallout here <laughs> 
Like they have similar looking <laughs> logos. Their robots look very Fallouty. Mm. Like everything is like Fisher Price blue. Uh, very, very, very last. They thing carry I'm say. Nerf guns. They do actually, they absolutely do. Very last thing I want to say because I feel like Bob probably. Like, I feel like we finished the podcast, one of us, or maybe both of us would be like, we forgot to mention the bad guy who runs the coalition who's supposed to just get upset on oh, the robot God. face. They oh. literally, so they have the, a lady. The, the entire reason the plot can happen. They have a lady oh. who keeps periodically showing up as a robot with a projection face. Okay. To get upset that you definitely you, you this this scant amount of survivors camping out in this last bastion of humanity, you are the reason entire villages have disappeared. It's so insane. It's, it's completely like, fucking bonkers. In the entire game, you will just not simply communicate effectively and quickly. There are locusts. We're fighting them. Yeah, like they literally. Marcus Venus is a respected. A war dude who's now retired. He won't tell tell them. He will not this, say a word about the. They, they mentioned it offhandedly, but Anya was the president. What? It's in some of the collectibles. Man, that would have been interesting. Oh well. Anyway, that's it. That's it. That's all I played. I was busy doing other stuff, so I didn't play anything else. Just those fucking games we streamed on Friday. And more kill switch after that. We're gonna go next to aggro. Aggro, did you? I uh, I started off this last week. Uh, I, I picked up Clubhouse Games again. Oh, fifty one World Classics. Because I realized I'd never gone through and tried to master all of the games. Oh, is that a thing you can do? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, it is a thing that is possible. Okay. <laughs> I assume, except I think some of them you can only check mark. Mm. Yeah. Um. I have since decided to put that dream aside. <laughs> Which game was it? Which game broke you? Let me tell you. As much as I also don't think I could, I could beat the impossible computer at chess, uh -huh. mm -hmm. there is nothing as demoralizing as getting fucking rinsed by the intermediate computer in Hexagon <laughs> over and over. I mean, it's like that scene in every kung fu movie where, like, the young upstart goes to the old master and he's like, you don't look so tough. And the old master, like, picks up a piece of grass and just rearranges his fucking organs. <laughs> <laughs> is that the intermediate? <laughs> hexagon is not that complicated. It, you've, got, you've got a hex map with two blue sides and two red sides, and you take turns filling in hexes, and you got to make a line from one end to the other. Uh -huh. This might even be a solved game. Mm, mm -mm. can't do it i don't think i've ever My played brain that one don't work that way <laughs> and it's it's like i just look at the end screens going yeah obviously he was gonna do that <laughs> well, like, he, he won after all like, like i realized like stupid game of course I, he did i've gotten to the point where i'm like i'm gonna lose in 15 moves <laughs> it is not possible to win anymore There's... i don't know when that happened i can't get that good like it must in the last ten moves, I made a fucking Hikaru no Go mistake. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to reverse the polarity on this. Of I win in this many moves, you just can I, see I, the I, end. I, I tried thinking really hard about friendship. I, I tried believing in the heart of the hexagon. 
just, none of this worked out, huh? Nothing. Damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so uh, I, I put my switch to the side. Uh-huh. I've buried that part of my life forever. <laughs> oh, that's, I, I guess until somebody kills my wife and I have to... <laughs> To, to go about Clubhouse Games 51 World Classics style <laughs> revenge. Uh, um, I also, I found out that apparently in June there released a game called The Looker. Okay. Uh, it's free on Steam. <laughs> it is a hot lady simulator. <laughs> it is a parody of The Witness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I get it. I get the name now. Okay. Like you emerge from a tunnel in into like the the first castle area, like in the witness. Mm-hmm. Except instead of those those box line puzzles, mm-hmm. you you've got like an actual like it's mostly mazes that you fill in with a crown. And <laughs> you go from start <laughs> to end. <laughs> except. For 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 many of them, you don't have to go through the maze part. <laughs> if you just draw a line from the word start around to the word end, it works. What a brilliant game! It does, and then there's like fucking there's audio logs you can activate that you know just like fucking do the bullshit they do in the witness, and then take a left turn somewhere, and it's it's pitch perfect satire. And then it gets weird. <laughs> and like the weirdness and the, oh shit, there are actual puzzles in this game kick in at about the same time. Weird? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've only played like a couple hours of it. It's good shit. It's free on Steam. Go check it out. I need to download that. I actually have not played The Witness yet. I kept putting it off. I played the fuck out of The Witness <laughs> when it came out. I got like most of the trophies. I didn't get a few and I looked up what you needed to do to get them, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I thought, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> no way, man. I played enough of The Witness to realize, I think this guy's just fucking with us. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, the only other thing I played was the Solstice demo that dropped. Yeah, I was really surprised you picked that up. So was I. <laughs> But I, mean, I also it, played the Solstice demo. Was it because the main character looks like a girl version of Guts Berserk? I mean, I'm not going to say that's 100% of the reason. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. The fact that I, I could make a, a Devil May Guts joke was, was also in the mix. Yeah, of course. All I wrote down, or the first thing I wrote down was Berserk May Cry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dante's in Claymore. <laughs> so, Bob. Yeah, what's up? Uh, as, as someone who likes character action games a lot more than I do. Yes. Uh, how, how found ye Solstice? <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. The most Souls knockoff named video it, game. I know, but, for, it, but it's <laughs> very weird that it not only is a Souls knockoff in terms of name, you're going through a very Souls-like area in this first, in this demo. Mm-hmm. You then are, but you could it, rack it, that up to being also Berserk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. There's just, <laughs> I, I'm I, like, like, if if you have platforms made of rickety wood, my brain now just instantly goes to FromSoft <laughs> games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yep. like if I'm on if I'm on shitty looking ramparts of a castle <laughs> made of wood, it's like uh, some guy's gonna come out from behind that corner and stab me <laughs> when I walk by. 
And here I was just thinking, make sure you're running it at 30 frames per second. This part of the game doesn't work right at 60. <laughs> like, like the first, you know, random zombie enemy in the game, I, I, I walked up to it and I stopped about 25 feet away and waited to see what its attack patterns would look like. <laughs> and it went, oh, wait, no, this is not a Souls game. No. This is a character action game. I just need to go mulch that guy. Yes, absolutely. Just go tear him to pieces. <laughs> It, yeah, I was. It feels very God of Warry to me, like in how heavy you are, and also um, a lot of the attacks feel like they have that God of War type of hit stop to them. It's a little bit different from Devil May Cry, and also just like her run feels like Kratos's run, kinda to me. Also, <laughs> the fixed cameras is like feels very God of Warish. Like I know Devil May Cry also has that, but there's like. Well, you can move it a little is like a God of War thing. Yeah, they that's something that did feel more like older Devil May Cry's in God of War. Um, but you, to me, it doesn't feel as much like God of War because you don't have uh, you aren't locking your combo as much like you hit the dodge button and yes. get out of most combos. So in that way, it makes that, it feel a lot less. Axe weapon, the first swing of that axe weapon gives me dmc the dmc flashbacks because it feels exactly like the first swing of the axe weapon in that game <laughs> yes um but yeah you can definitely tell they really want to be double make cry like because it has the pause combos it has mm -hmm. the launchers it has a stinger um i broke a barrel and red orbs fell out and i'm like oh that's what we're doing <laughs> yes um but yeah i don't it isn't a weird place where it doesn't feel as good as like a, a full double make cry but it has it has a little bit of the feel of a DMC, the DMC or a, some God of Warness to it. But it, I feel like it's better than like a DMC or DMC. Like mm -hmm. it falls on the better side of that. But you can definitely feel like it's not as polished as a full Devil May Cry game. Uh, I was surprised that you can't like you don't have a lock on like a Devil May Cry. You have a, a target lock kind of like a Dark Souls game where you just click in the stick. I ended up never using it once. Huh? I was like, I was halfway through the demo thinking one of those tooltips said lock on, right? <laughs> I just, I, I never ended up needing it for anything. Yeah, I think it, it helps for the stinger because the stinger can go wildly in any uh, direction. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I never did buy that. I was uh, like a few hundred short. Yeah, I actually played through the demo twice, so I got all the abilities because it lets you just keep the red orbs and stack them up. Okay, cool. I think I missed a fight. You can. You can. I, I, I think like, because uh, there's a big room and you can jump around the outside and. I think I missed a door by fucking up that jump. Yeah, there's like a, a path that goes a different direction some, in, in, somewhere in that and it lets you skip it. Uh, Bayonetta-esque. Yes, Bayonetta-esque because it also does the same thing of at the end of the mission, you'll see which ones you missed. <laughs> yeah, it's, you, the ranking system is also exactly like Bayonetta's where it's damage, time, score. Mm-hmm, yeah. You can really tell exactly what this, these people played. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of them love letter games. Uh, the ranking system goes uh, gold, platinum, diamond, which I didn't. The first time I seen someone be like, "Oh yeah, there's something about platinum mm -hmm. that's not just pure platinum." <laughs> as as a person who does who does not play this type of action game, yeah, uh, like I like on, on the spectrum of combat, I lean way way more more into soul style mm -hmm. because you know the priority list is completely different. I had a lot of fun in the last boss fight in this game. Or in this demo. Yeah. Rather. Like by the time you got there, they had given you a lot of shit to manage. 
all at the same time, and it all felt really nice to juggle around with. Yeah, they do, they do a good job in that boss fight of like, you, okay, you need to learn these fields, which the fields is the thing that makes a difference from these other games we we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Of you have a ghost sister who can it be it a blue or a red field, and that lets you attack different things, which I'm not entirely sold on that concept. But that last yeah, it's boss like fight a weird. Did. It's like a weird, uh, much less stupid version of DMC the DMC again. It's like, what if we made that but not bad? Yeah, because it's not like you're limited to weapons. Like, you can use any weapon you want as long as they're emitting the right field. Yeah, it's just, it, it's a thing to enforce spacing and keeping your combo up and keep keeping track of what's coming at you. And, and being mm -hmm. aware, because there's like, these enemies are immaterial unless you have the right field up. Mm -hmm. And if, if, if you're not doing it right, you're ghost sister will just go away <laughs> yes uh the ghost sister does some other weird stuff like that counter system that she has yeah she, she yeah, does she a lot freezes of a guy who tries to attack you but yeah, the attack you... will still come out so you still have to dodge it, it just widens the window mm -hmm. yeah for the melee it, it, and it then is for... an interesting system where like i'm now more focused on the offense that i'm doing and i'm just every now and then when the prompt comes up hitting the button and just i mean it, it's how it's presented in the game just letting her take care of the defense right she'll literally like push or shoot back projectiles and stuff as long as you time that be and it kind of gave me vibes of the uh, batman combat where it will have the dudes come at you and the flash goes off you hit the counter button for that mm -hmm. and it's a way of putting that in a game like this without ruining it <laughs> <laughs> and there's also the meter that go along, goes along with her instead of a silent meter you have the synchronous synchronizedness yeah synchronicity i don't know is that a word it's a, it's a police song it's a song by the police. <laughs> um, if you have that meter max out, she does more damage when she does the blocks, and she also you get to do a super move that the, if you get pull off the end of a like a pause combo, it'll end it with a crazy new move. I'm like, this is neat. I I only got that meter up one time, and that was before I had learned how to do the combo it wanted me to do to pull that off. <laughs> yes. So I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> Um, I didn't get actually use it until my second playthrough of like, okay, now I get what's going on and I can just pull this off and it, it's pretty cool. Um, my computer does not run this game well. I turned it to 720p so I could lock 60. Mm. Now, aggro, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I built I, your PC, I, I think, is that right? It. Uh, -huh. uh, I, I'm, I'm a little rough on the specs. You have the big penis, right? I mean, for when it came out, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember when the hell that thing was built. I assume you have a 1080 Ti in that bitch, or a 1080. It, yeah, it, it's a it, it's a 1080. How did it run on your shit? Fine. Okay. Yeah. Bob, what if you had the big penis? I didn't. <laughs> I, I was able to run it in 1080p at 60, but I had to fight with it to get it down from 4K. Like it was struggling. It was like, no, I want to be at 4K. Yeah, you, like, to, you can't run at 4K. I had to turn it <laughs> off and turn it back on to get it off 4K because it was like, I can run 19 frames per second. I'm like, that's not going to work, guys. It's a scrappy little young character that hangs out with the cooler older kids. Like, I got this. I can do 4K too. No, you can't. I know you can't. Disappointingly have to reawaken uh, my old mental map for looking at Xbox buttons on the screen and hitting PlayStation buttons on my controller. Yeah, how, every how does... every PC game needs that flipper to turn it from Xbox yeah, to PlayStation. Like that's, it's not that fucking hard. <laughs> Fuck Sony <you>. needs to <laughs> Sony needs to go like get this taken care of, which they seem resistant to for some inexplicable reason even as they put their games on PC. The weird thing is they actually have ways to do the haptic the adaptive triggers and stuff on oh. PC now. Huh. Mm -hmm. So they have the support there. The question is, like, 
our devs trying. Even Steam had come out and said, like, oh, yeah, we're having, like, full support for, for the DualSense. And I'm yeah. like, cool, that's, that's y'all. What about... What about all these the devs? Fucking great. Yeah, it seems like it's up know. to the individual developer if they want to have that feature, like want to have it switchable. Because I've seen that happen. I've mm -hmm. seen a few being like, you can just turn whatever controller you want to say these. Yeah. So you can have an Xbox controller that you're hitting PlayStation props for. <laughs> I remember the time I played uh, the, when I played Destiny Two on PC, mm -hmm. and uh, like I, I, I had uh, DS4 Windows on because I just assumed that it wouldn't take my PlayStation controller, and I played it for hours before one time I turned it on without DS4 on. I'm like, oh. Why are these why are these Sony prompts? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I'm really glad I don't have to use that program anymore because Steam integrates it so well these days. Yeah. Um because God, that program was so hit or miss. It felt like felt like it failed me way too frequently. Mm. Um because this game doesn't have lock on, like I was saying before, in the traditional Devil May Cry sense, it means that they do two things that I don't like as much of you have to double tap forward to do the singer, which feels like it doesn't come out right a lot of the time. Like, mm. I can't get it to come out as consistently as I could if it was just lock on, then hit forward and attack. And they also means that the launcher is now locked to hitting square and X at the same time. Uh, and it's a special move for only a certain type of weapon, uh, which isn't bad. It just doesn't give you as much versatility. I thought both versions of the transform did it. You just had to buy it. Uh, when you do it for the other one, the uh, the the whip thing, yeah, it, it, it looked it, like it buzzsawed and then launched. It doesn't launch at the. It's literally prop shredder from uh, from Double May Cry Three. So it, it ah. I guess it does a minor launch, but it's not a full thing. You don't go up with them, right? Uh, it just sort of juggles. Yeah, just it's mainly that for the juggle, the light juggle. Um, but yeah, I, I think this game's really exciting. Um, I'm definitely picking it up next month. God, it's that close. Yeah, it's that I was, close. I'm also gonna. It's the twentieth. Yeah, I'm also gonna grab it. What does it come out on? Uh, I think everything, everything except yeah. Switch. Yeah, except Switch. Yeah, it's not coming out on the Switch. I know, right? The the older I get, the more crotchety and unforgiving I get for <laughs> women in plate armor, where they're just missing huge chunks of it for no fucking reason. <laughs> Like, well, like at this point, I'm looking at her in the rain on the undead castle, going, "That has got to be uncomfortable." <laughs> There's there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Agro, she couldn't put that leg of the armor on, okay? It was <laughs> this is important. It's really tragic, actually. It's a part of her sad backstory. <laughs> I've memorized the weight difference and used it to gain a speed advantage in battle. Yeah, it's like a Souls game. You just took off your pants because uh, <laughs> you, you need a, you need a better roll. There you go. Uh did you play anything else, Agro? Nope. Okay. Bob? Uh, I did play a few other things. Okay. I found a game on Steam before I knowing any of the stuff about Gamescom was going to have demos. Yeah. Uh, you fucked up and... I, the Twitter was just like, hey, check this game out. I was like, oh, that's cool. It's called Curse Crackers For Whom the Bell Toll Toils. For All Whom right. the Bell Toils. Not Tolls? Not Tolls. I'm sure. I double-checked this. Okay. It's on Steam. You can go try the demo yourself. So how cursed are these white people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that, like, I still don't know why it's called this. I'm looking. This you play up. as like a uh, a former gymnast at, that worked for a uh, circus. Uh. It's got a Game Boy Color aesthetic. Oh, what? yeah, that game. Yeah, all the uh, color choice and sprite design adheres mm. the rules of the Game Boy Color. Yeah, your game character looks kind of Armika-esque. She's got the mask. Um, That's what people remember Armika for. <laughs> 
Yes, absolutely. Her, her winning smile. <laughs> oh, these are the devs of Prodigal. I've played that. Oh, I've not heard of that. Um, I, I didn't beat it because it crashed and cost me 45 minutes of progress. And I'm like, okay, we're done. <sighs> oh, understandable. Have a good day. It opens up with insane lore about a dragon who created the world and had children and all of this. And then just the, the actual game opens and you, you play as this clown. And she's on a date and her, someone steals her boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, okay. Is, is she named Crackers? I don't think so. I don't think that's her name. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got to get this figured out. So many dead ends. Uh, but it, it's pretty neat. Uh, you're going through these 2D levels with the Game Boy aesthetic. Uh, you have like a run button. You can also jump on enemies to kind of vault off of them and gain speed. Uh, and then you always have this bell that's with you. That's what the bell toils is about. You literally have a bell you show at enemies, and it's like a giant bell. It bounces around. You can actually throw it downward, then jump off of it. Yeah, mm. it's this uh, this bell in this image right here, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. To the left of our main character. Okay. Also, the girl is named Bell. Oh, is it? Is Bob the bell any... named Cracker? Yes. Bob, Bob, do you have any facts about the word bell? <laughs> it means beautiful in French. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it definitely feels like it's somewhat inspired by Shovel Knight. You do stuff like finding a dude in a stage who will then be uh, a shop at, back at somewhere else. Uh, you have a world map you get to explore along with this. I thought it was pretty cool. I definitely started checking out the demo. Uh, it, you said this was before Gamescom. Yes. This so was this might Gamescom. be one of those bizarre demos where it lasts for more than 10 minutes. Yes. I believe you can just go play this whenever. Wow. I think the game comes out like next month or something. I... I really hope the de the demo save transfers because it let me play this game for like over an hour. It felt like mm. okay. I'm like this seems kind of ludicrous. I don't need this much of your game to know if I want to pick it up. Yeah, I uh, I really appreciate all the devs getting into the Game Boy Color aesthetic. I, I feel like I've seen a resurgence of that, or the original surgence of that over the last <laughs> three years, and I really appreciate it. Like. The color palette on the Game Boy Color is really good. And I think the rules of the Game Boy Color when it comes to how many colors you can use and etc. are actually pretty good for how that comes across as art. Like, I I'm really glad that this, that new way forward game, that uh, Mega Man X-like game being made by that MD dev and all these other things are just doing that now because I think it looks awesome. Wait, what, what new Way Forward game? Because I know the new Shovel Knight thing. The new Shovel Knight thing is using the Game Boy Color yeah. palette thing, yeah. Wait, was there a Way Forward game Sorry, as well? I meant the Yacht Club, not Way oh, Forward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're a spinoff of Way Forward, yes. so that's why I made that mistake, but yeah. No, Way Forward's, uh, what are they doing now? What is, uh, River City Girls River 2? River City Girls 2. Okay, there uh, you go. Someday, Advance Wars is coming out someday. <laughs> yeah. Don't. don't <laughs> when peace don't, rains on her. Don't remind me. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. I'm City sure Girls they're doing Zero some kind of Shantae thing. Well, that already came out. Only on Switch. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dan, may, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe they're also remaking Dual Strike. <laughs> By the time it's done, they'll all come out together. Wow. That'd be great. That'd be swell. Here's this giant pile of Advance Wars. Oh, it didn't sell that well per title. <laughs> Guess Advance Wars just scorched Earth now. <laughs> right. Like it comes out and like due, due to the poor sales of this weird collection of Advance Wars games, we are going to not release the completely finished remake of Days of Ruin. We have. Uh, I know I've covered this on the podcast before, but I have to say it again. Advance Wars is one of the most cursed franchises in existence where the first one came out in America uh, 
a week before 9-11. Uh, Days of Ruin came out right before uh, the tsunamis and hit Japan, so they never released it there. Mm. It just kept being tragic. They, they need to uh, just call it Advanced Peace. And then they find us releasing it whenever. Advanced piece. Ooh. Yeah. This is piece two. <laughs> yes. It pulls out a gun. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I think that's a. Uh, uh, um, did you. I had one more thing I played. Nekowark finally came out in Melty Blood. I'll type Lumina. Ooh. So you have decided to become a criminal. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nekowark's a lot of fun. They, their movesets very funny. Very hilarious. <laughs> Funny cat. <laughs> it's been about 80% of my Twitter feed. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, this, the plot's great. Mm-hmm. They just got their own story mode, of course, because everyone does in the game. Uh, she shows up with a character from Fate. Just appears in this world like, oh, we're in the world of the reboot Tsukuhime. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts talking about, yeah, they, they hate me here. I I can't. We have to just destroy everything. Mash, knock down that building, and then you think that she's making all of this up, and that uh, you hear like a broadcast, a PSA being like, "Neko detected." <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Um. So yes, absolutely. Play that story mode. It's free if you have the game. She's a a free download. Man, that's some awesome post launch support. We put the most important character in after right. launch for free. <laughs> Towel. That bathroom's got all the amenities. Free towels, little mints, Neko. <laughs> uh, I also tried to play online. Oh. A mistake. Mm. Yeah. Everyone destroyed me. Uh, yeah, but all I was the sickos a- are there. I was able to make them clearly very upset by using Neko Arc. <laughs> 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 yeah, you, 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 you gotta use the move that hides all the bars. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find that one, but it was a, it was very clearly not making them happy when I was standing at full, full screen shooting laser beams <laughs> and teleporting around dropping random nonsense. Oh, that's just smart. But then they, you know, could one hit touch or one touch death me basically. So if they got near me, mm-hmm. I was over. <laughs> that's the good shit. <laughs> uh, but she can fly around really easily, so you can like jump in midair, then do her air dodge, which is her turning to a flash sheet of paper and wiggling, and she just do that across the entire screen, and then turn into a rocket and go the other direction. <laughs> uh, so that's a lot of fun. Very glad they had an echo arc. This game would not be the same without her. <laughs> her intro also complains about them adding knockoff versions of her to the Yelzer multiplot. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean they added me with a cigar? <laughs> Uh, but that's everything I played. <laughs> Chris Wolfhard, did you play anything this week? Uh, the only other thing I played is I streamed all of Final Fantasy 1. Because mm. I had never I had never played Final Fantasy 1 again. And I'm like, well, the pixel remasters are a good excuse to play Final Fantasy 1. I didn't expect that game to be quite so Ultima-like. <laughs> hmm. Where there's a lot of... Uh, you just 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 scrape this game until you figure out what we want, bro. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anything will get quite as be quite as dire as uh 
Oh, cool. I found the stuff that floats. This will let me get an airship so I'm not being assaulted by lizard men every 15 pixels on the ocean, right? <laughs> I'll take I'll take it to the guy who mentioned it to me. He does nothing. And and that's when I said, chat, help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, and they're you like, that. To get the airship, you have to take that rock to an unmarked desert with nothing in it. And then a scene will play of the airship rising up out of the sand. And now you have an airship. I actually tuned uh, into your stream for a little bit. And I, I was really astonished to be like, man, these look kind of nice. But it's weird to be like, I played a better looking version that's on the PSP 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah, those PSP versions See, I, cursed the future. I don't like yeah. the PSP sprites that much. Really? Also, yeah, I think I think they're like too detailed for being final fantasy one um also i like that the pixel remaster brings back uh casters using spell slots oh okay that's i think that's an important part of final fantasy one's identity it also forces you to make any decisions when just having mp is like no you don't have to make any decisions you have mp you can cast <laughs> the same spell a thousand times if you have the mp for it mm-hmm but yeah, there's a lot of tabletop influence that doesn't quite work out because uh, you can't really do like the caster thing that you do in a tabletop game where it's like, well, the fighters make things die and the caster's job is to make it easier for the fighters to make things die by turning people into frogs and having giant pits open underneath people or spewing out toxic clouds that limit where people can go. But that doesn't really translate to a turn-based RPG where, where enemies shrug off all status effects. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you barely even... I barely even had to buff. I had to buff on the final boss because they increased uh, Chaos's HP by 10 bold in this Whoa. pixel remaster. Hmm. So the fight didn't just instantly end. God. Like every other fight does. <laughs> I wanted to fight Warmech, but he wouldn't fucking show up. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> uh, War Mech is the quote unquote super boss of Final Fantasy 1. Uh, it's not actually a boss, it's just a random mini, but it shows up on a 3 out of 64 chance rolled independently in one hallway. It's insane. And I spent like 15 minutes getting into fights, and it's like, he, he ain't showing up. We're leaving. Mm. <laughs> uh,. I don't think I'll ever play it again. I don't think the mechanics even really would give me anything out of doing like different party compositions. Mm. Um, but I'm glad that I know now. Uh, but that's all I played. That's it. That's all you played. Yes, that's all I played other than the things we already talked about. And Gears 5, which I can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That that will have to be delayed slightly to next week. Chris yeah, just know, trapped. Dan. Just know every know. single thing you experience in Gears Five. I knew it was coming already. <laughs> you sick bitch! <laughs> it's really fucked up to say to someone. Well said. I guess that means we need to do as we always do. Our fiscal podlord review for the week. I'm oh. very excited. Dad Zooks. That's that's right. Our fiscal podlord review. 
featuring assets such as <laughs> featuring Bully, assets. capital Review. in the black such as easily broils a, a depressed saints row fan <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> up red blaze 27 Zuzu Zero Emperor Zero Shibuya Gato Mizuki says leave Jiren Zaslav to me Okay No one fights a guest like Gaston douses lights like Gaston No one gores a man with his horn like Gaston What the fuck <laughs> Pokemon is weird, man. <laughs> Bob, Bob Toj was told to draw Bob Strikes Oh. <laughs> it's the first time a Pokemon needs a... Now draw it like he did. <laughs> it was very nice seeing some, uh, some tweets about Super Creep 64 where they go, That is not Excelgore. Why is that labeled as Excelgore? Lore. <laughs> 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered. WTF Spider-Man. Mm. On April 26, 2053, remnants of Saints Row 2022 were found buried in Las Vegas, Nevada, much like the game E.T. around 70 years ago. That does seem like how it's going to go. If they printed any copies, sure. Right, but it's on the internet. You can't stop the signal. <laughs> oh, fuck. The Podlords of the Falling! <laughs> <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> DFW 3K. KZ's phone when he forgot to turn off the wake up for BTD alarm. <laughs> That would be miserable. I, I, I tell you what, uh, sleeping through all of Thursday would top my list if I got out. <laughs> Bob, in last week's big think. <laughs> wow, Bob, give it Excel Gore the Congressional Medal. <laughs> God. <laughs> Kristen. Figma, Demophene, Nocturne, Rhino, Kuzanoha, Devil Summoner, Serotonin Edition. BN12? This isn't a bit. Play Metal Max. If you don't play this amazing series, I will release the rats. Please let the rats go. <laughs> this sounds like a reverse hostage situation. <laughs> Give me what I want or I'll let the hostages go. <laughs> Kyle Bjork. Matty Moe. Iron Aggro. Blig to Blue. Shalig to Blue. Monster Hunter Ryzen and Raiden? There is Sonic Frontiers DLC that replaces the sounds with Korone noises. <laughs> that release that in the state. Oh, absolutely. Right. They better. Jesus right. Christ. That's real? Yeah, that's real. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, Korone is like the Japanese Sonic ambassador because the, the Sega of Japan was like, we should get people who like our games to be spokespeople. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Weird. What a concept. Oh. Stonks. <laughs> Cooper Tank. When past the remote, see Saints Row reboot game upon release. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, feels great. Mm. You're like seven years too late on that one anyway. 
<laughs> Soul Hackers 2. Oh, we got the famous Patreon swap. How could oh, they? Oh, you got me again. Okay, well, let's listen. Hey, KZ, will me meet again? There were some typos here. <laughs> and it's a week late. <laughs> Soul Hackers 2 is out, ho. Here's me with a pretty haircut and drip, ho. That's a pretty good joke. Some clips have come out. Uh, Ringo, that girl, is very quirky. What? No way. You can't just... You wouldn't expect it from the design, right? In an Atlas <laughs> RPG? Mm. Apple Gothic is now Blackwing pilled and playing Yu-Gi-Oh! again. Is this... A good thing or yeah, a bad it thing? It was like, uh, should, should we be sorry? Of what's happening? Black wings are pretty cool, but uh... congratulations, or I'm sorry that happened. To you. <laughs> I yeah. genuinely don't, because if I said, "Hey, I got back into Magic: The Gathering," I I think I would be in the same territory of, do we tell him we're happy for him, or he do be drinking though? Release him. <laughs> 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 Indigo Sykes. <laughs> hey, Agro, can I get a yo? Do you, did you bring money? <laughs> I mean, kind of. They're a pod board. Oh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> the what now moment after finishing Xenoblade 3. Yeah, that is how it feels when you beat a game that's 150 hours long. <laughs> yes. Not very summertime. Not only is the new Saints Row horrid, they made the cat look like an animatronic, yo. This looks like a uh, part of the Garfield ride that melted a little. Yeah, it's it's weird how, how much that the, game looked... Go ahead. A raccoon that is gonna have a bad time with Saints Row. Okay, go ahead. That raccoon looks better than anything in the new Saints Row, which looks like a PS3 game. I, Saints Row is weird. After Gears 4, though, I'm like, I guess this writing's fine. <laughs> no, no, you haven't seen what I've seen. Fair it's enough. It's worse. With Sakurai having a YouTube channel and Kojima a podcast, I can't wait for Yoko Taro becoming a VTuber. <laughs> that yes. seems almost inevitable. Right? <laughs> he gets one of the little uh, robots from Automata, the little ones that are shaped like a drum and have a big round head. <laughs> Shinji16 wants to remind you that he's not somewhere you'd call Earth. He's talking to a cuff and oh yeah, fuck all of SCOTUS. <laughs> TFW, when you forget to change your bit. <laughs> when, when. CBU3 putting a farm sim, farming sim in Final Fantasy XIV. My next month's subscription fee is my soul. Bob Video Games once again proves himself to be a modern day Nostradamus. How does he keep <laughs> guessing correctly? He's not guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the fucking epic game store. I'm so excited to talk about it. The Superman. Lane's World 25. Been too busy playing Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous to watch streams, and thus I'm a bit less. Uh, I'm bitless. However, look at Henry. Thank Aww. you. Yeah. This, this is Hi, good. Henry. Thank you. Hi, Henry. Good cat. 
Saraline. Timothy Fister. Oh, look. It's the new island sanctuary in Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> <laughs> Pleochrome. Krungle Spum. BBW Wild Wings 420 is growing strong and healthy like Minmo. <laughs> are you? <laughs> Ominous. Frosty Noodle, but no longer frosty due to summer temperatures. And Lord Richter has fallen into the SMT pit and will not return until completing SH2. Wow, Silent Hill 2? That's cool. <laughs> Congratulations, or I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> Thank you very much to our fiscal podlords. Much appreciation for our partners at Podlord Inc. Much appreciation, such podlords. Oh, wow. Much Thank appreciation. You. Much appreciation. I look forward to our future business endeavors. <laughs> and if you would like to form a business contract with Big Think Incorporated, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For an investment fee of as little as $5, you get access to many benefits such as early access to our product Chugging Bleach, our show wherein we review all of Bleach, even the Bount arc. Delicious products. We already finished that, thankfully. Extended armchair dev pitches and gamer premonitions when the market decides those shows need to be shorter. And a patron-exclusive show, one per month, wherein you get to vote using your stock options on what thing we have to watch and then talk about. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. And if you currently lack investment funds, you can always help us by spreading the word, posting this on Thursdays, rating, etc. Patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. I, I love product. <laughs> yes. It's, you know, you're going to want to race over to there real fast because you don't know when we'll just pull the trigger and half of the content's gone. <laughs> I feel like the longer that Chris speaks in that voice, the closer we get to potentially just starting an NFT division to spend billions of dollars on and then flame out. No, they try really hard to sound too human. Wow, guys, it's like I'm here really... at NFT bullshit industries, we're really invested in making the world worse. Good job. <laughs> wow, good job, you guys. You're doing it. You're really doing it. We got some news. Hmm. Let's do some quick ones real fast. PS5 now has an on-console tournament feature. People are already setting stuff up. This is cool. Okay. I'm excited for that being utilized in tournaments. We got some images and stuff. It looks neat. Uh, Link to the Past has a PC decompilation now. Ooh. It's uh, funny for okay. that to come after Ocarina. Ocarina of Time. Right, and it's like... It's, I, I, it's like that's not nearly as exciting. No. I mean, like, SNES I'm sorry. emulation is way farther along than N64. Yeah, like, and, and plus, <laughs> like, I'm not as interested in people, like, injecting new shit into Link to the Past as I am ocarina or super mario 64 which is your way of saying link to the past is a much better game than ocarina of time i agree <laughs> i don't know if i'd go i haven't played ocarina of time in over 20 years dan don't don't go back and just agree with me chris <laughs> i just I, I feel like you have you have a much greater potential mod wise for link to the past to be turned into frank's adventure than ocarina of time <laughs> into Frank's adventure? What chips challenge shit is this? Uh, nothing. Let's move on. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, what else is there to quick rapid fire? Uh, they announced in every region, but, uh, the United States of America so far <sighs> that they're raising the price of the PS5. 
disgusting. Sony needs a black eye bad, and Jim Ryan needs to be thrown the fuck out. I'm not sure, for anyone who didn't follow the arc here, uh, their shareholders literally screamed and begged for this uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Right, because shareholders are evil. Are not yes. human beings. Yeah, yeah. They're, not, they're not human. Uh, so that's insane. Because Literally that shows unprecedented, a, I think. It, it is, yeah. This yeah. shows a gross lack of understanding about what the product they they make is and where they get their money from. Mm -hmm. The PS5, they charge rent on it via PlayStation Plus. They charge super rent via PlayStation Plus, Plus, Plus. They, they make get money off of, of every, every game, game they sell. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, Fuck is, $50, that's insane. This is something Sony has understood traditionally. Yes. I mean, the, the PS3 was weird mm. for everybody, but... Uh, yeah, well, but now Jim Ryan's in charge and he's obviously incompetent. Yeah, this is insane. You should have never given into this. This is absolutely peak stupidity. No, this, yeah. Yeah, this is this is like loss gonna, of confidence and management in management. Like stupid. Six months, and they're going to have to take a black eye and make it 475. Yeah, they're going to have to drop it below what it was. This is nuts as they are currently preparing that uh, hardware revision. Yeah, they're doing yeah, that. He, here's the and thing. then they they're want doing people to buy VR. They're doing that. They want people to buy VR and they're like, we're investing all this money in being able to meet the demand. This would be some if you were like, okay, we're not going to be able to meet demand for like two more years. At least it would have the angle of a price raising will lower the demand because that's how it fucking works. Mm -hmm. The more something costs, the lower the demand for it is. But now it looks like we're going to increase the supply and raise the price. That's so, not how that fucking works. But but see, they still haven't met the demand, so by doing both, they'll definitely meet it faster. <laughs> They're like, let's just let's just bring that closer. Fiscally, our goal is to make sure that no one wants to buy a PS5. Yes, <laughs> like, and we're gonna fuck? do that really fast. Uh yeah, this sucks. Yeah. I there's no justification for this. There, you see all these people like trying a, to be like, like a seventh gen microsoft move where it's like well only the united states matters we can mm -hmm. wash every other region i'm still not sold on they definitely won't do that here but maybe maybe they maybe at some level they realize this territory is so important they can't do something like that and fucking lose it to xbox because xbox as a brand is weaker in every every other territory except for possibly brazil mm -hmm. where you get the craziest comments online for brazilian xbox fans <laughs> It's like a whole nother country. They are literally low tier God in your replies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like uh, th this no is part of the reason I want Microsoft to get their shit together. Cause somebody needs to be able to hit Sony when they do this. And Microsoft doesn't even feel like being in the same industry anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's really strange. Um, this, this is the problem with everyone coming up with such different things, different ideas around what their console should be. You know, Nintendo went very low performance envelope. They have, it's a portable, so they're not fungible. They're not technically making the same thing as Sony. Sony's doing their hyper-powerful premium games console, and then Xbox is like, we have the most consistent performance and a value club. And it's like, okay, so they feel like they don't have to make the premium experiences so they don't have to compete. Like, Sony doesn't feel like they're directly competing with that, uh, Microsoft in a way. 
right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a problem now because it it, right. it lets it lets these terrible decisions on both Microsoft and Sony happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's insane. And that feels like it's like becoming the standard. More and more industries are going into this weird. We're not going to directly compete with each other because we've hit the point where scaling up no longer makes us more money. Mm-hmm. So we have to just go insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely terrible. I, I don't want to read anyone online trying to be like, well, the cost of transporting a PS5 and all these other things went up. And I'm like, fuck I don't, you. It I doesn't don't matter. Don't right. matter. No care. Right. Like you the, set your price. You stay at that price. This was consistent in the industry for over 30 years until Sony decided to get quirky. Yeah. And like the console itself can't even back up saves anymore. So PlayStation Plus is less optional than ever. So they're charging rent on the fucking console. Mm. You don't get to sit here and be worried about the cost of manufacturing and shipping the console when you will make up that difference on your 99% profit margin on your fucking subscription service. Go fuck yourself. It's 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 terrible. Yeah, these people are frustrating the hell out of me seeing this online. Uh, let's move on, though. Valkyrie Elysium demo uh, apparently happening. It leaked via PlayStation file size via that uh, Twitter account. We, it has not uh, materialized since. Yeah. Another thing leaked via that. Um, voice of Cards, the Beasts of Burden. So yet another Voice of Cards game. That's going to be like three in the span of a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd only seen screenshots of that. I hadn't gotten confirmation that that had been found. I, I assume <laughs> it had art. It had art. It's real. I mean, I, like it. It mm-hmm. had the title art. I assume whenever they do that, the next Sony show or whatever that Square shows up to, they're just going to shadow drop that in this Valkyrie demo. I mean, that's almost that's almost certain. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish the earlier ones would go on sale so I could buy them. Mm. I don't want to pay $30 for them. I'd pay 20. Yeah. 30 does seem like a bit much. I agree. Especially because we're going on having three. Uh Yeah. Mm -hmm. In just barely under a year. Yeah, and just barely under a year. I, I'm, I'm, I definitely intend to play some of these before Game of the Year, though, because I'm like, well, I like when I discovered Hearthstone that took over my life for four days. Hmm. And when I discovered Legends of Terror, that took over for four days. And then thankfully, they updated both of those games enough that, that they no longer worked on me. Uh, but that doesn't that isn't a problem in a single player game. Uh Let's see. We also got Bloodstained update right after the big think last Thursday that added a journey based area to the castle. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, it's um, bizarre. I still haven't had time to play it. This is the, that game company's game, The Journey, or sorry, no, Journey. just Journey, just Journey. The <laughs> Journey's the sequel, obviously. <laughs> obviously, <sighs> what a, every single cool like deal they do in this game is so weird and random it feels like it's like no one yeah it it it, i'm I'm like i'm i I just know that i'm gonna go back and play bloodstained i'll be like okay i I feel the need to play one of these games i'll play bloodstained again i'll do all these areas they add and be like all those were really bad you shouldn't have done them yeah that's how it was last time that's how it's been so far the only good thing they've added since launch is the randomizer and uh classic mode like those are the two great mm. things i guess you could also say uh bloodless and uh zungets but i honestly think the classic mode's better than either of those by a lot uh 
<sighs> we need like did anyone else write down any TV or movie news about games? Oh yeah, doesn't I wrote feel down the a, movies? Or, yeah, Chris get a ton of those. Yeah, let me let me see where those. Okay, I'll use that as the transitioning point then. Uh, Pokemon Unite one year anniversary. They're adding Mew, Sizor, and uh, Dodrio. That's a good Pokemon. Correct. <laughs> Somebody's going to be like Doduo, and I'm like, okay, I'm apparently so dyslexic. So I thing. counted three, three heads. Anyways. Uh, Sorry, Aguro. Metal. It has no. metal. I'm Scythe sorry. still better. <laughs> Sizer's cool. I don't. I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, Masahiro Sakurai launched a YouTube channel. It's good. Fucking go watch it. <laughs> How? Like at this point, you don't have an excuse. A lot of people will just be like, "Well, Dan, I don't want to watch like those Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences fucking po- podcasts where they interview actual people in the industry about their own games because they're dry and boring." You have visuals now. You have sound effects. It's highly edited. Go fucking watch the goddamn video. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And uh, me and Bob had the same exact theory in isolation from each other. Uh, this YouTube channel probably happened because he played multiverses. Because <laughs> the first fucking <laughs> mechanic he talks about is, hey, hit stuns are important. <laughs> they help you realize where you got hit. <laughs> By Does the way, multiverses uh, not have hits done. No, you can assume oh. every week ever I'm playing multiverses. By the way, for anyone who's curious, I just you can only bring up Shaggy so many times. Moving on. Yeah, I'm gonna wait until uh, till a Riley is added. I'm gonna wait till Walter White is added. Yeah, or him. Either of those. <laughs> I'm going to wait till they add the final boss, uh, a bad CEO. Um, it's going to be like their polygon man. Uh, DualSense Edge was announced. I mean, hit stop, not hit stun. Sorry, misspoke. Anyways, mm-hmm. DualSense Edge was announced. It's the pro controller for the DualSense. Mm-hmm. It's just like the Xbox Elite controllers. Hopefully not. Hopefully it has durability. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I meant market segmented exists in, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's neat. You can switch out the whole stick module. So if you heart start having uh, drift, you can just yeah replace it. It's cool. It's some of the features from those higher end ones. It's not on the elites. Yeah. Um, God, what's the name the of that? Scuff. Yeah, Scuff controllers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're having drift, you could also just widen the dead zone on your sticks. It's a perfect solution that'll work forever. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just keep widening it. Oh, like I, okay. I, I, I played the PS3. You can make that dead zone eight inches wide. It's fine. <laughs> it's just, widen it until it's uh, widen it until it's the Ouya controller. <sighs> As the one, actually, Agro, did you try the Ouya while we had that borrowed? That thing's rotten. <laughs> I don't remember. I accidentally stumbled into the Kroby Cat video about Ouya in the last. No, week. I played I played Tower Ascension when it was on the PS3. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good on the PS4, yeah. It was good still. Uh, we still don't know when that uh, DualSense Edge is coming out. Or what price it is. Or what price it is. <laughs> it, it's, it's $140. I don't know what to tell you. It might be it more. Might be more. Probably, yeah, it might be more. <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah. thought. Of like, it, This could be a $170. Because the Xbox ones are how much? $180 or $250? Jeez. 
I yeah. always forget because there were several different price points throughout the time. Right. And the, those things have pretty bad durability. If this thing was literally just the feature set of the scuff controllers, but with durability, that would be super great. Um, next up, I guess we'll get to opening light, night live later so we can keep rapid firing these. We'll use this as a transition between my TV news and feels movie news. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn TV adaptation being done by the showrunner for the Umbrella Academy. That's not the problem that show's going to have, like talent. <laughs> the problem is going to be we don't have money, so it's all going to take place inside a room. Uh huh. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool though if they filmed it on the like weird CG wall that is uh, the Obi Wan stuff? Like all those Disney Plus shows, they have yeah, the VR, yeah. the Unreal Engine room, uh -huh. the OLED cylinder. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I'd be a lot nicer to that show when it inevitably comes out if it has like Aloy fighting the obviously a PS3 model robot <laughs> dinosaur. That would be really is, funny. That obviously is not interacting with anything in the environment. She's, she's just, just like, shaking her spear at the background. <laughs> yeah, she's just like Nick arcading through the uh, <laughs> through the oh fight. My God, duck pterosaurs. <laughs> Aloy, you have to get three golden coins on the carpet ride. <laughs> I still just hope this actually has Aloy and isn't, isn't some horrible backstory thing with them locked in a cave. Uh, <laughs> if this is, feel free to cut from this moment just now to four years from now when it comes out. Yeah, just like it, the fucking it being like store thing. It, it set the whole first season just being like the before the shit went off part. See, just mm -hmm. seems so likely. Like, mm -hmm. once again, somehow one of the most crucial pieces of human writing in the past 10 years, the Surf Dracula tweet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, they did, they did one whole season of the Halo show and didn't even get to the fall of Reach. Yeah. <laughs> so we go over to Feel for uh, movie news. They announced a shitload of game movies, none of which will probably be made. Remember the rule, until there's a trailer, it's not real. Yeah. Yep. Uh, them being a Days Gone movie. Mm -mm. <laughs> a Gravity Rush movie. Oh, God, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, I, I, which, that's uh, one of those, like, I couldn't believe Hollywood actually would make it. Like, it just feels way... It feels like a cruel joke that they announced it. Yes. If, especially considering these are both things they said we're not making s'more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sega announced a Space Channel 5 and Comic Zone movie because Sonic being successful broke their mind. <laughs> what, you don't think Comic Zone would age Look, perfectly into 2022? I think you could make a kick-ass Comic Zone movie in 1998, but it isn't that year anymore. What if you just did it the same way you would have done back then, just now, with the thing called bravery? <laughs> I mean, I agree. That is ideally what it would be, but th that isn't what it will be. No, Holy that's not going to That could be the greatest film ever made. Especially if you um, hear at least 15 times throughout the film, see ya. <laughs> like, you need to hear that voice clip over and over. <laughs> it's, it'd be great. Uh, it'd be about a, a modern-day comic book writer just being dying artist, basically. Uh -huh. <laughs> He's like, I like it inside my comic. I can afford rent. <laughs> yes. They don't make comics like we did in the 90s. What, bad? Yes. <laughs> uh, that Bioshock movie is going forward again. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, It's going to be Netflix mm. exclusive. 
and they got uh, the director of they got Francis Lawrence. Uh, he has directed. He directed I Am Legend. Mm. Uh, he directed most of the Hunger Games movies. Oh no! Uh, uh, and in and some other trash. Like uh, once again, what do you, Bioshock basically doesn't have a story. It's a setting. Yeah. So that. So it's a story. They, uh, <laughs> they have a story. It's about the secret valley where all the people who are super smart and powerful go, and maybe things go well or bad or terribly. It depends on whether you're reading the original fiction it's based on or playing the video game. I'm really good. I, I need to see how I, I'm excited for this movie. I hope it actually comes out because I want to see how centrist they go with Bioshock. Oh, that actually like I, that would upset me more than Pentaverit upset you two. Yeah, like, <laughs> actually, I would be vomiting if it was just like cowardice I, I, in either direction. Like, I need I need them to go full on with like libertarianism is a great system, but not like this. <laughs> no. Everything you believe is perfect, except whenever you try to execute it, this there's always no, happens. There's How no bad you. systems. There's only bad actors within those systems. And within these Netflix projects. <laughs> That's almost nothing but bad actors within those. Oh, man. That's right. Yeah, that's terrible. I now need that to come out so I can know, so I can get the, the, it's like you both went, hey, two years from now, I'm going to, I'm going to stick you with this needle. (laughs) Dan, I want to thank you for giving me a, an evergreen excuse to watch this shit. (laughs) (laughs) But I can deflect, no, I didn't choose to watch this. (laughs) I had to watch it for constant. You're right. We did kind of make let's a profession see, out see. of rubber. What, what, did the, uh, what did the writer of this? What did the writer they got for oh, this no. movie write? What have they written? Um, <laughs> oh, weird! Some screeds on Twitter. Uh, All of these have twenty-one episodes of Smallville, thirty-three oh. episodes of Heroes. Oh, they they wrote Blade Runner twenty forty-nine. Not thirty-three good episodes of Heroes. Damn, mm. they did. That's that's weird. a bump. Okay. Sort of. Uh, yeah, they I wrote mean, it was the Jungle fine. Cruise movie? I'm seeing in that chat can't... they wrote Logan. Is that right? Oh, yeah, that's on this list. <laughs> I think that might be the largest demerit on this list. But, so there's far. Like, but there's like four people on that screenplay, including the director. So it's much you more can likely see to be the director did most of it. Watching yes. that movie, you could definitely see that where you go, I thought this movie was about this, but now it's about this, and you've cut the wires here, and you're pretending things won't fall. Anyway. God. Yeah, the thought of this just being hard centrist actually has made me nauseous. Concept-wise, that's one way you could make Bioshock way worse. <laughs> Let's move on to your other other news, Chris. Okay. Uh, Google's changing their algorithm to get rid of all those. Everything we know about God of War Ragnarok. And then it's three paragraphs that say nothing. I actually ran into this for something that wasn't a game recently. Where I was like, hey, oh, yeah, it's like every it's everything now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. literally it's everything. Just, These fucking bots are like you and get an AI to do it. I, just, I, I go in there and I'm just like, hey, how do I activate the super AMOLED dark mode on iOS? And then it's like, oh, OK, here's how you do it. And I'm like, thanks, article. And I click in and it does PC and then Android and then it does iOS and iOS. It goes, you don't. 
<laughs> I'm like, fucking thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it was um, when I when I was. That's the exact type of article I hit when I was trying to find out if the Master Chief Collection had crossplay. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I remember that. Heck, I think there's even but, like everything we know about grilled salmon. <laughs> yeah, it's we shit like that. But <laughs> we've never but Google's one like, of the bastards. <laughs> Uh, but Google's like, we're killing that. And uh, if you, uh, another thing they said is that if you put up game guides and mm-hmm. we can tell that you copied them from somewhere else, like it matches exactly to text from earlier things that hmm. the search engine picks up, we're getting you then too. Nice. That's interesting nice. because I know a number of sites have just copied and pasted shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's other a, sites. Yeah, when saying. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 came out, they put out like a RPG site, put out like a huge guide. And then the writers were on Twitter was like, here's a site that stole our shit verbatim. Here's a site that stole our shit verbatim. Here's a site that stole our shit verbatim. Yeah, I think their thing was like, I put typos in it on purpose to see. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that's impressive. Um, good. I'm not used to saying that about anything Google's doing. Right. right? Like, oh, Google's hitting it's somebody nice with the flamethrower. Oh, oh, but it, it's guess somebody who? bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You click it's through nice. our article to find out. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. It's nice that they're at least pretending they should care about the efficiency of their search engine again. Because it's and the, slowly gotten worse. Yes. Oh, it definitely has. Uh, <sighs> some more quick things. Uh, the KOTOR remake has been moved to Saber Interactive, a company that has ever shipped a game they made. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I like the original guys who weren't the original guys. Apparently, uh, like, not just Saber Interactive, but, like, an Eastern European office of Saber Interactive. Like yeah, Saber Interactive is huge. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, the Eastern European office is who I want making every computer RPG. I mean, right. yeah, <laughs> basically. I fucking nailed it. Uh, Denuvo has cranked out some kind of fucked up version of Denuvo for Switch games. <sighs> uh, I, I look forward to when it... Uh, Cause here's the thing, they made this, but I bet no Nintendo game uses it. This will be something that some moron will stick on their game, pay too much money, and it'll be like, uh, it, it makes the frame rate uh, drop from like high twenties to to fourteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas Nintendo would see that and be like, never mind. Right. Yeah. Taking all bets, cooking mama. If they ever, if someone ever steals yeah, the right it, to make one again, right? Yeah, like this, like somebody, somebody in chat pointed Denuvo out, Nintendo didn't it. have this made. Like this right. is them foreseeing something in the market, and I'm willing to bet the only reason this thing's and it's this is one of those things where it's like it's cool morons can convince companies to do things like this. Right. Um, there were a bunch of like hand wringy articles over the past year about how many people Google searched like. Yuzu around when Metroid Dread came out or around when Xenoblade right. 3 came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like or like how many people are tweeting about using them on on Steam Deck, which for the record is probably somewhere in the ballpark of nine people on Earth. <laughs> so I imagine Denuvo yeah. <laughs> I saw I imagined the people at Denuvo saw that stuff and was like uh well we have to well, that's, well that's a, a, it's a market. It's a market it's demand. Must be a serious problem. <laughs> we have to fill the market demand, just like Marcus Phoenix must fill the holes. <laughs> I mean, it, it's really hard to find market space for a product that nobody wants and isn't useful. Yeah, yeah, it's, but they find a way. At, they do. They persevere. At, yeah. As I have to say, every time piracy comes out, 
And and this this article even said these things. This press release even said these things I'm about to say. We don't know how many people are pirating. We have no way of ever knowing that. Mm-hmm. Even if we did that, we would never have any way of telling how much money that costs you. And there's no way to ever prove if our product does anything. Yeah. Yeah, literally the only platform in the history of mankind that has been sunk by piracy is the PSP. And which even was a that very is up in the specific, air. I, I would think with the amount of units they shipped of the PSP, it's pretty fucking solid. It, it, they, its attach rate is bad, but it's not that much worse than the Game Boy Advance. Is its attach rate really not that much worse than the Game Boy Advance? Because you you the, constantly the Game Boy heard Advance about is like is like four point three, and the PSP is like three point eight. It's low, but there's been things with that attach rate close to it. So I'm sure it hurt, but I don't think it sank it. I think I it know. sank the Vita from Sony making all these insane decisions to try and combat oh, yeah. it. Yeah, no, the fucking, <laughs> the fucking Vita is an engineered fucking bomb, and Sony went, yeah. wait, wait, wait a minute, it just blew up. Why did that happen? <laughs> that's, that's very strange. This building came down. Who did this to my building? <laughs> <laughs> this planned demolition of their own headquarters they're like oh my god pirates <laughs> the Vita shit <laughs> yeah that's, that's you can't blame the Vita on literally anyone but Sony Ugh. oh I feel like uh, we talked so about voice of Corner. other than that uh, I guess we'll talk about uh, Disgaea 7 because they announced it did anyone else just feel fucking shocked that they were like, you know, this shit's coming out in like six months in Japan? It is well, a little. The, the real one, the real one came out a long time ago. It just didn't come out on the fucking normal platforms in America because Nice is fucking stupid. Yeah, they need to not do that again. <laughs> yeah, I. They where really this doesn't need have to. a U.S. announcement yet. I'm so afraid they're doing it again. I know. We just have to sit here. It's like the fucking Bioshock movie. Where I just have to I, sit there and be I, like, "Don't you stab oh me!" I, I can't. I, have, I can't handle centrist disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pray that Nintendo just doesn't even bother to offer them money this time. Maybe. Yeah, because it, it obviously cripples their franchise. Like. That doesn't make any sense. Then yeah, you try it, it, and release it, it, it a year later for seventy dollars. Yeah, this is trying $70 to like end on this. PS4. Also, even yeah. yeah, I feel like they could get away with that if it was just simultaneous. They could get away with it at all if it was simultaneous release. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But then they have to. They anyway. Disguise Seven uh, <laughs> takes place in a feudal Japan type of place. There's like it's like a big cluster of nether worlds, which are like. Kingdom Hearts esque planets in like the void of the netherworld. Um, they fixed the stats. That trailer mm. showed a character that was level 120 and had stats that made sense for a character being level 120. Okay. Um, uh, the, the key art already featured a lot of cut because they cut a lot of character classes in uh, Disguise 6. Yeah, they moved 3D. Because they went 3D. So th- then they, show- they showed them all like we have male mages again we have uh female healers again we have uh we have like both types of archer both types of samurai both types of ninja like all the because what they mostly did was like these classes will now be one gender Mm -hmm. we removed the other one in its design Mm. uh so so they brought that back um the big the, the two big features they talked about are 
You'll now you're now able to also endlessly grind your items <laughs> uh, and re and reincarnate them back to level one to grind them again with better <laughs> stat growths. Insane. Thank you. Uh, you can turn a chocolate bar into a spear or a spear into a chocolate bar. <laughs> Do whatever you want. I think they said like make delicious weapons is one of the ones <laughs> things they said. And uh, the other. The other feature is some kind of thing where you get really, really big and stand outside the map. Yes, you go kaiju mode. Yeah, you go kaiju mode, which makes me very excited for the post game when they bring in Flan and have her finally turn into Flanzilla for real. Right? They can do it. We can achieve the dream. Um, I was really glad they showed off the main character. I was a little worried they were going with, oh, they're going to make him a cool guy like they did in, in Disgaea 5? Yeah, five and two. Which, which made him like super lame because he was really plain yeah, and cool guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the description for the seven dude is no, he's a goofball. He's a total idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh it's like he starts puking up blood whenever he ha experiences human like emotions like friendship or love. <laughs> yes. I'm like, thank Mood. God. <laughs> we need some stupid things of you with him. Good. Yeah, the guy in five Killia was his name. Mm -hmm. uh didn't have anything going on yeah it's like he he eats i think he, that he, was a he, did, <laughs> he didn't he didn't even really have like a connection to any of the other party members because there was a well the character he's invested in is the dead girlfriend character so he doesn't really have like chemistry with any of the actual characters hanging around that's rough yeah five i think that hurt five a lot <laughs> it did yeah uh, should I go into the future games show? Uh, no, let's dodge that for a bit. Try to get all the other small <laughs> okay. bits. Uh, we're going to aggro, aggro, shoot. Uh, okay, well, uh, going a little outside the oeuvre here. Um, yeah. Wizards of the Coast recently dropped the first playtest packet for their public playtest of the next nebulous iteration of Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, okay. Uh, they're not calling it an edition. They're not quite calling it a revision. Uh, much like the playtest for 5th edition, which... <laughs> They're calling it a comeback. <laughs> like, um, they didn't want to call it 5th edition. They they called it D&D &D Next, but everyone on the planet called it 5th edition, so they're like, oh. fine, we'll call it that. Really? Uh, but they're calling this next playtest 1D&D. Because... Ever, One Saturday morning over here, fucking... Ever, ever since they launched 5e, yeah. their whole thing was, we want to make a base of rules and then bolt on shit to that. Mm -hmm. So we can find out what works and what doesn't and throw it away and build this game forever. Yeah. They recently announced uh, with that, uh, this is something we've been looking for ever since they actually bought D&D Beyond, uh, which is a website that has a character creator and a stat tracker and uh, lists of items. It, it, it's a whole catalog of information, which a lot of people were surprised wasn't owned by Wizards of the Coast until they bought them. Yeah, yeah, understandable. Uh, we, we figured that this was coming because that's most of what you need to make a VTT, uh, a virtual tabletop. So they have announced and shown they are building a virtual tabletop uh, in Unreal Engine 5. Uh, the whole thing is tilt-shifted, you know, to, to look smaller. It has actual, like, 3D-rendered minis on the board and, you know, particle effects and shit. Nice. Uh, they, Very nice. They did this with 4th edition when they launched it. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they had a subscription service for a thing very much like D&D &D Beyond 
And they said they were going to have an, an online, you know, customizable battle map thing that just didn't fucking happen. Uh, and then they pretended <laughs> computers weren't real for the next 15 years. No, that's sounds very like smart. Neverwinter Nights. <laughs> they were like, can you make an app for a character sheet? And they're like, uh, an app on what? What would that run on? A telephone? <laughs> but there's only room for the dial here. I don't see which... <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's it's back. We're, we're making an actual VTT in Unreal 5. They've talked about how now that they bought D&D Beyond, they're going to do shit like you can buy a physical book adventure and you'll get a code for all of the terrain and the minis and shit Ooh. for Ooh. that adventure in the thing. Wow. I'm really hoping this is going to be like open to community production and not a nickel and diming nightmare because right. this is Wizards of the Coast we're talking about. Yes. We could yeah, really I assume go it's going to be way. the last one. Yeah, yeah, like that. It feels like you would need it to be not that mm-hmm. to be relevant for actual right. D&D if audience because people want to make their own campaign. Right. If right. you understood your community, then yeah, you would try to make it able to be powered by the community. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and like if it if it is open, if it's community driven. Uh, everybody currently working on Tailspire is shitting and crying right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> their, their only hope is that it goes completely the other way into a hellscape. <laughs> yes. Please, They're please like, ruin this. They're like, come on, corporate greed. Uh, this sounds really awesome. Um, thank you for solving the mystery. Because as I open the news document, Niagara has two bits of news, and I see the one that's WOTC. <laughs> announces vtt powered by unreal engine 5 ue5 i'm like and after one minute straight of shaking i go wizards of the coast but what does it mean what is vtt i don't understand lfg aq40 and stop it please that's awesome yeah that's that's really cool shit i'm excited about that yeah man uh, the only other thing I have, because I saw how many fucking shows were coming out this week, and I decided maybe maybe don't go look for anything else, <laughs> Fair. Um, was uh, at the time when I pulled this, it was only the French and Japanese Twitter accounts yeah. and the UK Instagram account had announced PSVR 2 early 2023. Yeah. That's all it is. Just a picture in early 2023. By now, the U.S. Instagram account has also posted the image. Yeah, this is... Who the fuck is in charge of messaging at Sony? <laughs> I he, don't know. They've been bad. <laughs> like, Jim b- Rod's a criminal, yeah. Before U.S. Instagram reposted it, I was thinking, oh, no. Are we not getting it early 2023? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Only the French. And I'm like, I know this is it's, your fault, Asobi. I know it's like this Japan is your and fault. Europe, and Europe's like... Us? <laughs> what? We're not used to this. What does it mean? Uh, that's awesome news. That is exactly when we expected it based on all the stuff that's leaked about the hardware production and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. uh, it's good to get a hard confirmation. It's really nice to look out and make a prediction based on reason and observation and have it come true. Yes. This is pretty nice. Bob. It's <laughs> <laughs> wrong. You it's wish. Okay. <laughs> We didn't even write that into the news document that Bob called the fucking... We haven't gotten to that game yet. They will cover it when we get there. Uh, Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, this is Dan here. The same guy who said, yeah, you probably want to get these next consoles at launch because it's going to be a hellscape to get them. 
If you're interested in PSVR 2 and legitimately think you might get it in the first year it's out, maybe just try to get it at launch. Yeah, they might increase the price later, as we found out recently. <laughs> I, you know, when I read that news, when I read that news about them increasing the price, I'm like, guys, we're two years into me being right. You don't need to make me more right. Come on now, be reasonable. Maybe that's the strategy, to, to drive VR sales. Like, fuck FOMO. It's fear of getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Ryan knows one strategy. Fuck him. <laughs> and, and gamers absolutely hate it. Uh yeah, so given given the nightmare hellscape we live in with uh all that shit. Mm -hmm. I'm getting this at launch. I'm very excited. Uh we saw a lot of VR games this week. And it just made me go, man, that Horizon game looks absolutely unreal in comparison <laughs> to any of these. Uh, because once again, and this is a point I haven't really stressed before, when you watch a trailer for VR games, mm -hmm. you need to understand. I, I've explained the, before the, 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 the idea of like, it looks like dog shit in the trailer. When you wear the headset, it's amazing. I didn't explain at a blanket level why they literally have to turn off half of the graphics features we've invented over the last 15 years. <laughs> you just imagine you put down half of your tools mm -hmm. and then said, okay, now paint it. <laughs> like, no, we can just, we can render 3D like this. No, but they're looking at it in binocular vision now. Right. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like you can't, you can't do bump mapping. You can't do certain types of other filtering and like fake 3D that looks amazing in a video game. But if you do it for two eyes, you will lose your mind as a rock is not the same between your left and right eye. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I'm very excited for that Horizon game to look great. And hopefully some other game shows up and that isn't a himbo. <laughs> there's all that. There's that backlog of, of VR one games. They're saying they're, they're going to work up oh, yeah. to work on two. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. I actually wasn't sure. Yeah. They, they, they didn't come out with a hard list or anything, but they're like, okay. we're working on it. Yeah. We're, we're getting them up to date. Oh yeah, that's true. They also have Resident Evil 8. Yeah, Resident Evil 8. That's going to be playable at Tokyo game show in that. PSVR two. I'm going to go to Japan. I need to see that ass. <laughs> Bob, you need to go with him. You guys can just Mega Tokyo it up for a couple of years. No, don't Wait, mention which Mega Tokyo. Which one God of us is Pyro? It? Oh. <laughs> which one of you is going to strong arm, arm the other out of their shares of Gigaboots under dubious circumstances? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, Bob really wasn't invested. Didn't you run it for years out of his living room? Uh, <laughs> cuts to sad Bob and snow sad Bob and snow it's my happy place we're gonna move on oh I forgot to update our names down here <laughs> oh wait no I updated mine yeah you did you sure did uh, hey Bob I hear you have news I do okay let's do it um, did you watch that Aerodin Chronicles 100 Heroes trailer? I did, but it, it didn't really like have anything new to me. Okay. It just felt like a, yeah. any other trailer for that game I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. I'm, gl I'm, glad it, I'm glad it doesn't look like the terrible Metroidvania they made. Yes. Uh, I think they said they're showing more a Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, it was a teaser for a Tokyo Game Show trailer, which is insane. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is insane. <laughs> I get that if you're showing it at like the big event. Yeah. Instead, it seems to have just leaked out alongside everything else Gamescom happening. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I'd, I'd rather it just come out with the chaff than take up time during the show of like, hey, welcome. This is nothing. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, I would also rather they didn't do anything and then at Tokyo Game Show where you get surprised. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm okay with either of these. I, actually. I, I, I go a couple of weeks without hearing about Aid and Chronicle, and I'm like, is it is it still real? Is that beautiful dream still real? Maybe I have a different perspective because I get the emails weekly. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I know it's real. You're showing me every single hero. I don't need to see them. Stop emailing me. Every time I still get an email about Bloodstained, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I bought it. Go away. <laughs> right. That's I mean, how I feel about whenever I get an update from something I backed on Kickstarter that's been out for so long. It's like, no, we're done. <laughs> Here's it's, what we're up to I now. Don't it. make it weird. Um, other than that, we heard about Kenna Bridge of Spirit getting a anniversary update September 27th. This is actually really cool. They're adding a bunch of stuff. The new game plus mode adds new encounters New challenges to face, like new the chess challenges and stuff. Hmm. Unique enemies and new phases for boss fights. It's like wow, hmm. I I very rarely see new game plus modes actually do this. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, they're adding a new mode called Spirit Guide Trials, which is like some really higher levels, uh, wave defense, obstacle courses, and boss refights. Hmm. Oh, cool. I was like, that's cool. And that un- doing those unlocks new outfits, apparently. Uh, so that leads into, hey, they're new outfits. Uh-huh. <laughs> How are they unlocked? <laughs> we can keep going the circle, Dan. <laughs> we can. Um, they're adding charm stones, which seem like accessories that can um, affect you in combat in different ways. Like, some are positive and some are negative. Like, it sounds like there's going to be a sort of skull system from Halo where you can make it harder in a way you want it to be. Mm. And then they're enhancing the photo mode so there's new poses, new lighting options, and you can move the camera in some new way. <laughs> My number one an, uh, emotion getting this announcement uh-huh. is that I'm kind of sad that I beat it last year. That's fair. That, that game was a great experience and this sounds yeah. like an even... I'm getting hyped that I got distracted uh, there you go. <laughs> after a few hours. Um, Fucking, there you go. But a bunch of the new stuff is the new game plus mode, so they encourage you to go through it again now. That's yeah, true. That's how it seemed. It was set up specifically for that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited to go back. I'm sad that it's coming out right next to Solstice and uh, Valkyrie Elysium. It was like, I'm kind of tied up right then. Maybe Elysium will be terrible. I mean, probably, but that's, that's, I'm still going to play it for 30 hours, Agro. I don't know what you understand. Yeah, yeah no, I got you. <laughs> I'm choosing to have faith. They hired somebody who knows how to make action games to make it. That's more Ooh. than almost any action RPG developer ever has done. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I like that Samurai Jack game. Um, Wanted Dead. <laughs> they delayed the, the release until uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Oh. Uh, then they have a trailer about it being Valentine's Day, and you know they did they they pumped that up. And then uh, later, a few days later, they let IGN Japan release gameplay footage, just ten minutes uncut. Now Bob may phrase this and frame it in various ways, but I need to let you all know the truth right now. Hmm. Strategically, a fucking mistake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, this is Devil's Third 2. It, it really is the I think sequel we even to said Devil's that. Third. Oh, yeah. It, 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 when you see it, you go, this sure is, yet again, an action game third-person shooter that does not control right, that looks hilarious. I, I actually watched that extended gameplay thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar with Devil's Third very much, but oh. I spent that whole thing going, wow, this game probably looks better if it's played by someone who can. <laughs> yes, yeah. they also seem to have let an IGN editor play it. Yeah, this seems really <laughs> janky, but that's what I expected, honestly. 
Yeah. Yes. Wanted like, Dead is absolutely like a game we're going to play when it comes out on stream mm -hmm. because I'm here to announce 7th Gen Wonderland 1. So we're playing Devil's <laughs> Third. That is the yes! th that is the second theme month. So we're <laughs> clearly we need to play the original and then the sequel. Yes. There's one other game you'll have to play before this comes out to get prepared. Uh, what is that? Ninja Blade. <laughs> Man, which one's the best? I just don't know. Is it is it is it Ninja Blade? This amazing action game that runs like shit on PCs for some reason. Don't it's worry, amazing it's not action, an amazing game action game made by FromSoft. <laughs> it's also intensely it's a, jank. God. It's a prequel to Metal Wolf Chaos. Mm. <laughs> That's a plus. Um, I'm still super hyped for it. To be mm. completely honest, that looks super jank, but I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, it, it looked it oddly enough reminded me a little bit of Combat and Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. Not mechanically, but but in the way <laughs> you can play it as efficiently as possible, or you can make it look cool as shit. Yeah, one of these is your goal. Like you could just I need the ability to throw sticky bombs at guys and them not know what to do. <laughs> I want to see confusion before they die. <laughs> I like that it has the system from Ninja Gaiden Two. Where you chop off a dude's arm and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're doing this. I've still, I've still got one arm left. I'm going to try and use a grenade. What, am I going to surrender now? I'm fucking committed. Yeah, now I'll calm down. <laughs> I think but it's I funny how much the enemies in this just look like Isaac from uh, Dead Space. <laughs> yes. A little bit. And she does it to one guy in that gameplay section and he looks down at the huge knife in his hand and he's like that dumb bitch didn't cut off my knife arm i'll get her now yes I, you idiot i love that it is my arm without my knife it's got the the grenade indicator like a fps now though so you can just see on the map when they go they pull the grenade and it's like i have time to run now you're not just locking me down and blowing me up right yeah yeah no this anyway, game uh, we all have moral imperative to support non-souls like action games yes until the industry accepts that that should be the standard and not souls like action games i mean you're totally right it would be nice if more diversity got worked back into action games from a mechanic standpoint also this wanted dead will probably be the funniest motherfucking game yeah did you guys see the part where you die and then silently a dude walks up and injects you with someone something slowly and then you all get back yes. up. You get the full Bioshock Infinite cutscene. Yes. And then the gunfight resumes. Do you think that happens every single time you die? Probably. Uh, it's I like, it's like that thing like, like that thing in uh, Too Human that's terrible, but except it's good. I think, they, I think there'll be a limit to it because the second time they die in that trailer they just cut and <laughs> restarted okay. the section. I was like, okay. You didn't watch or something. Yeah. Yeah, I also really like that you have this elite squad and there's the member of the squad who just speaks in uh, sign language. Yes. Like there's I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, my eclectic cast. I need this shit. That's yeah. how I know they're going directions for mm. people who don't know. Devil's Third opens what is basically maximum security prison and our main character covered in his crazy tattoos is just doing an insane drum solo in his his solitary confinement it's like 
They let him have that? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like you roll up outside well, yeah. of the cast. I'm like, this is some Shiro Masamune shit. Let's fucking have you, go. Have you never watched Baki? If you're a big enough badass, you get to have whatever you want in jail. <laughs> yes, it is directly from there. Yeah. It's really good. I'm very excited for the Devil's Third stream. I hope Seventh Gen Wonderland adds ends up on average great. I wonder what's what came first, Ricky O or or Baki? Probably Ricky. Um, Baki's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. And Ricky O is Korean. There's pro. The the thing is that Ricky O is like all is like only a tiny part of Ricky O is about that jail. (laughs) What? Oh yeah, there's a whole manga. I thought it was all in the jail. <laughs> but the, the, he's out of the jail like in the first two volumes. Whoa. And then the rest is about him discovering that uh, his, his secret parentage that may or may not be Adolf Hitler. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying something? Uh, I was saying that I hope on average Seven Gen Wonderland turns out great because I love every game in that list. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean content-wise playing them all the way through that it will be a smooth ride. Because mm. for all I know, Stranglehold goes to absolute shit before the end. And so does Folklore. I mean, think about it this way. All of us own Folklore. Mm-hmm. None of us beat it. In my defense, I played it wrong. Okay, how <laughs> did you play it? I kept switching back and forth between the two of that's, them. That's I thought that's I how did. you were supposed to do it. That's what I thought too. And, yeah. and so when it became, I'm playing through the same level twice. <laughs> uh, that kind of got old. I forgot they had, they had the mechanic. Good Lord. <laughs> but yeah, that, that game's cool as hell. I'm, I'm really excited for 7 Gen 1. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's like, wait, weren't you going to do a second time voting? Trust me, based on the numbers, it doesn't make sense to even try. <laughs> Yes, I just wonder I run by so much. And the only two people that would have been left, it beat both of them in the last fucking vote. <laughs> so it makes no sense to be like, but do you actually like this more? And it's like, it went up against each solitarily. Mm-hmm. So that's how that happened. Um, as far as my news goes, they yeah. also announced the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. It's coming December 8th this year. Mm. Like usual. It's a Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very hyped. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a Destiny 2 event right before the Gamescom event. Where they announced things they then announced at the Gamescom event, kind of. Kind of. They but they re- got to do it in more detail. Right. They, they did like a single <coughs> fancy hype trailer for a game or Gamescom, but this is a much more in-depth sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So they announced the Lightfall expansion coming. That's the next big one. I add the grappling hook for every class. Which is cool as shit. The weird thing is, it seems like it's a new subclass. It's not, so you don't get to use the grappling hook whenever. You have to switch to that subclass to use the grappling hook. Okay, that's mm. interesting because the double jumps were class-based. Yes. So I have to wonder if it's literally your double jump. Mm. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how it works. It seems like it's slightly different for each character class, and they each have a different move along with it, and it's based on threads that they see in the world, and I guess yeah, it's off grabbing, the, the darkness. They're grabbing the green darkness threads of fate or something. Who knows? Yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of nonsense to explain it. You get a grappling hook. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, in features that should have ad- been added eight years ago, uh, we're getting a fire team finder so you can find other groups of people in-game with a Ooh. actual menu. Uh, that's nice. 
They're adding a loadout manager so you can set up various different sets of equipment you want to be able to switch between easily. Something people it's, have been asking for since day one. Yeah, that's kind of nutty that Jesus. that wasn't in there. Yes. <laughs> uh, they promise they will no longer sunset anymore. Expansion that's packs. That's good. Which yeah, is they bring everything sundown. back. Yes. Um, that just makes me think that this is the last one, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. we don't have to delete anything else because we don't have to add anymore. Maybe. We'll I see. I don't remember what the roadmap looked like. Um, let's see. They also talked about crossovers they're doing. Mm-hmm. They announced their Fortnite crossover, which the trailer is literally them shooting Shoot Cave. <laughs> but okay, or I mean, Newt I, cave, I, I a lot like, of people call it. I, well, they're wrong. Shoot <laughs> Cave. Look, the, the, finding loot in a cave is unremarkable. RPGs have been around forever. Shooting a motherfucking cave from outside the cave, just looking at it and shooting. That's remarkable. You all named it wrong. Anyways, uh, that's weird. They used to have the biggest chip on their shoulder about that, but I guess that guy's probably not at Benji anymore. Right. Uh, and who knows? Maybe the people who, you know, work for Fortnite. Right. They, <laughs> they, 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 they tuned into what people actually liked true. about Destiny. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, they also announced the Fall Guys crossover. Pretty weird. I okay. guess most of these are happening because it's coming to the Epic Game Store. Most of those are uh, on the game. Okay. Maybe it's like, maybe it's Sony going like, we own this now. Do more. They're like, <laughs> we would like that Epic Game Store paycheck. And it's like, then why aren't you doing that with Spider-Man? How about you shut the fuck up? Because <laughs> Spider-Man will sell? Spider-Man will sell a lot. Unlike your think, game, which is... <laughs> I still think... Well, I mean, it's free. That's and then true. you gotta sell the expansions. But I, I still think it's the funniest thing in the world. It's like Sony expects to sell this unreasonable amount of number of PC sales by the end of the year. And everyone's like, how unrealistic. They announce it's Spider-Man and Miles Morales. And it's like, oh, okay. That, I yeah, guess that makes sense. That, that almost <laughs> seems conservative now. <laughs> Oops. Um, we got a new trailer for The First Descent. Uh, descendant is what you wrote here my bad the first descendant I'm like the first descent came out in the 90s yes I I was thinking of that Um, this is a Korean third person shooter that clearly wants to be destiny okay Um, it looks pretty cool I don't know if any of this is real gameplay but the the beta is out in October October, so we'll know then yeah October 20th 26th Uh, but they they show off a ton of cool powers it has like a sci-fi aesthetic kind of like destiny's um, but the, the characters' faces are nicer looking. <laughs> they look like human faces. Yes. Anime human faces. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, oh God, another third-person shooter that seems Destiny-like got announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quantum Knights. They showed off a game trade trailer. Um, this is a weird thing where it's like medieval setting, but with guns. Uh <laughs> It's another Korean studio, uh, Space Dive Games. What, what do you mean this medieval setting? What moment? Yeah, it's medieval. What? Like, I need to pull this up. With machine guns and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm like, you know Battlefield Firearms first appeared in Europe in, in the 1300s, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they just don't put them in D&D because it's hard to balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's had Uzis. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's like the Order 1886, but you take that element further back and make the guns even more sci-fi. It's basically <laughs> what I'm looking like over here. Yes. I mean, full plate with sci-fi weapons is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, this feels more Diablo 
esque in certain mm. ways. Like something about the amount of numbers flying out and uh, how much demons you're fighting instead of like sci-fi creatures like you do in Destiny's. Okay. There's a keep on the Borderlands joke in here somewhere. We also heard about Fear Effect reinvented. Ooh. Oh, did we? Yes. It's coming sooner than you think is what they have the tagline is. Hmm. It's made by Forever Entertainment and Megapixel Studio, which is, in fact, the people who did the Panzer Dragoon remake yeah, and the House of the Dead remake. Oh, God damn it. Uh, and that Front Mission remake, they're also doing that. Oh, God, they're doing that. Now, um, uh, I, I, I need, like, whichever, is, is this a fucking Embracer Group game? It feels like the sort of thing that would be an Embracer Group game. I don't know. Probably, but I didn't see that on the yeah, list. Nobody cares about Fear Effect anymore. The only reason they cared about it in 1997 or whenever is because it had anime titties and we have the internet now. Mm -hmm. And all these revival attempts seem to be ashamed of the anime titties. I'm like, guys, there's nothing else there. Yeah, yeah. This, this at least... It's a cover shooter now. Okay. So that's kind of interesting. It looks really bad, though. It does, <laughs> but so does the original Fear Effect. So I feel like but, you're not hurting the art style. It's just, yeah, it's, it's more of that ugly thing. <laughs> It's just, it's just, it's just now it's just an ugly third person shooter attached to an IP nobody played. Yes. Will this control as well as Kill Switch? Probably not. No, mm. almost certainly not. That's unfortunate. I can tell just from looking at both games that it will not control as well as Kill Switch. Yeah. yeah for some reason, half the clips of this, they, they are afraid to put a cur aiming cursor on the screen. I don't know why. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't have one. It does in like, some it look, clips. It looks very. It also looks very Borderlandsy visually. I get like it. Like it has the that same sort of colors, colors and shading. Right. Yeah, the, the the texture work honestly is what does it for me. Where it's just like uh, we drew lines on this flat like polygon to give the wall detail. Yeah, that's their idea of an anime aesthetic in 3D. I guess. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like how the PS1 looked. I guess. <laughs> And then that there, there was that strategy game that nobody alive played. Yeah, no, no one played that turn-based strategy game. Fear yeah. Effect Sedna. Yeah, I don't know why they keep making Fear Effect games. This is a franchise no one on Earth cares about. Right when Psy Girls is right there, just waiting for a new sequel. <laughs> I know, right? That game would sell. <laughs> if we keep saying it with sarcasm. <laughs> international listeners can't tell that's what i learned from the rrr spoiler cast <laughs> comment section um big thing promised it would sell <laughs> yes put it back in theater sony <laughs> um fear, are, fear effect and siphon filter back in theaters Oh, you know, I'm more interested in more fear effect than I am in more siphon filter. That's how low siphon filter oh, is in my head. My God. It's like, it's so abysmal. There's <laughs> nothing positive in my mind with siphon filter. At least fear effect has anime girl. Hey, siphon filter has tasing a guy until he becomes on fire. <laughs> yes. And, and, and he makes the funniest <laughs> sound until you stop tasing. Um, my last piece of news mm. Rift of the Necrodancer which was announced like a week ago which is the title card mm. now they've shown gameplay it is just Rhythm, Hesm, he Rhythm Heaven from Nintendo with the Necrodancer like character oh, and okay. it, it's even modern day so a lot of stuff is very similar too oh. I thought that was just random Rhythm Heaven fan animation I know right 
Oh, <laughs> I need to look up a trailer of this. Oh, and your last bit of news we already covered. Yep. Okay. <gasps> we are going to go fast. <laughs> Let's do opening night live first. I'm going to start shooting games. Feel free to start talking about the what you want. Okay. Killer Clowns for Outer Space, the game. What the fuck? Holy yeah. shit. Who bought the rights to this and why? What, what year is it right now? Oh, my God. I can't wait to buy it. Dead Island 2 resurfaces <laughs> as an Epic Game Store exclusive. Thanks, Bob. So, Bob, I hear you're a time witch. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Why have you spoken this into being? Episode 31 of Big Think Dimension, Bob says, yeah, it's going to be an Epic Game Store exclusive and Bryce is just going to take the money. Or THQ Nordic's just going to take the money. Look, guys, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, but I did this. I knew this would happen. I also appreciate Chris being like, it's the funniest shit in the world of Tim Sweeney not knowing what a good game is. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Going to the pet store and buying a dead cat. <laughs> it really feels like that. I... Was Saints Row an Epic Game Store exclusive? Yes, it's an excellent Epic Game Store exclusive. Oh my god. I looking at <laughs> looking at Dead Island 2 is astonishingly like Dead Island 1. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it it's so weird. It's like it dropped out of a time hole. Yeah. Dedication. It's so good because they took so long with it, it almost might be refreshing after Dying Light 2. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? I don't know if it was just the the crossover uh advertising thing, but mechanically it really did look similar to Goat Simulator. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, the Lords of the Fallen. I thought I was having a stroke. Dude, I did that twice this week. You know, the other one was Atomic Heart. I'm like, that came out, right? I've been hearing that name for six years, and it's like, no, it got rebooted four years ago. Oh, I only remember it from earlier this summer, right? I'm just like, what happened? Anyways, the Lords of the Fallen. Fuck off. I'm so glad people inform me that the the means two. I wonder what <laughs> language that means too. God, I unacceptable. I love that Jeff Keighley had to come out and explain it, because uh -huh. otherwise all of us would have been in the dark. Like, how did they just get away with naming it the same thing again? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, chat said it, and I was skeptical. And then Jeff said it, and I was like, God damn it. Seriously. And this is a new team, so maybe it'll be okay. It, it, uh, so I remembered I remembered where my my voyage into the first Lords of the Fallen ended. Okay. Uh, I got to the second boss, Commander. This is one of those games, so there's only like seven bosses. Mm -hmm. um, he's a guy with a shield that you never get to hit, and sometimes he, he makes himself invincible and summons guys. Great. Uh, this game, by the way, controlled worse than than any Souls game when you're at max weight. Cool. That's what I heard about it. Um, but the only reason I would be excited is if you make a Dark Souls game that just plays 70s boomer rock all the time, I am in. I'm yeah. invested. That's when you're in? <laughs> yes. Metal Hell Swinger. <laughs> you know, I, it ha I feel like it's been a long time since there's been a licensed song that wasn't on the in-game radio in a, in a game mm -hmm. like Returnal had don't fear the reaper crowbarred in that that sucked yeah but, um, <laughs> but like and this is this is another thing where I'm gonna I'm gonna briefly punch the new Saints Row uh, hmm. multiple reviews are like this game has no music and I'm like 
but that it, there were so many licensed songs during set pieces in Saints Row the Third that it got annoying. Right. Yeah. Uh, licensed music in a video game, not on a radio. Mm-hmm. Sackboy Adventures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Those were very good levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that game, and I really like those levels, and I'm sad that I can't stream it at all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Lies of P. Where the fuck did this come from? Piss liars. <laughs> they, they showed this off like a year ago or something. A while ago, yeah. Did they? Yeah. Oh, the trailer yeah. tricked me because it showed like set pieces and like him jumping. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no, it's just this is a real Souls like Souls game. But hopefully it still has some of those edges sanded off. Yeah, watching well, the 10 actually, minutes of gameplay I know it does. I know it does because I saw him get hit in those 10 minutes of gameplay and he lost a tenth of his health. Not 95% of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like, you know, it's like, this is Bloodborne. I mean, it's a little more forgiving. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's got inspiration from a lot of the different Souls games. Like, the a lot of the weapons are the mechanical arm, which yeah, you can swap out, which is straight from Sekiro. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that cra- like, grappling Bloodborne enemies to you is cool shit. Yes, but giving you a grapple hook in a Dark Souls game is hilarious. <laughs> and I, I love the rebalance of giving you a block. And then you can, like, you'll still lose less health, but then you get your health back. And you get longer to get your health back than in Bloodborne. Oh, I didn't notice that. I just saw the uh, that you can do a like, perfect time block and don't lose health. And I was like, thank you. Get, put the parry on something that isn't insanely bad. <laughs> Those Dark Souls parries, man. <laughs> the Bloodborne parry was fine. Yeah, Bloodborne parry was fine. Yeah, because yeah, it was a core part of the combat design and not yeah. something you might not even be able to do depending on how you were rolling yeah that and Sekiro got it right and then for some reason they just won't put it in the other games <laughs> well it would be too good then yeah that's true everywhere it was so obviously a metaverse thing <laughs> I'm like these aesthetics and mechanics don't line up oh shit and they're like please be excited for our blockchain metaverse <laughs> I can't believe it's called everywhere. It's yeah. It doesn't matter what it's called. It's never coming out. I know, right? <laughs> Callisto Protocol. That that trailer was pretty good, and then made yep. us go. How many how many chambers in the prison have a giant meat grinder spire spire in the middle? <laughs> yes, all of them. I was counting the number of bullets took to kill something versus. You can just pick them up all the time, right? I assume Why you'll are have you doing an, anything else. I assume you have an incredibly limited resource of picking them up like that, but I don't know, <laughs> right? Uh, also, they had the water slide, which is like their version of the tentacle dragging Isaac down the hallway set mm. piece. I mean that I, that was a cool scene. Yeah, it was cool. It put my balls in my stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that God, ending, that, that ending, Jesus. <laughs> oh. Uh. Age of Empires 4 adds Ottomans, and I can't... Malians. Malians? From the Empire of Mali. West African, Mansa Musa, richest man in history. Yes. Okay. Cool. That's free update. That's great. Yeah, I'm glad this is a free update. I actually noticed that somebody had that on sale for Steam for like $25. Like, okay, yeah, I'll buy it for $25. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. But what if you got Game Pass? No. Okay. Uh, new <laughs> Tales of the Borderlands. <laughs> new Tales of the Borderlands. Is a New Tales of the Borderlands. Yep. Made by Gearbox. Has some of the writers from Telltale. Apparently. It actually looks nice. Like it, visually. That it, was surprising. It looks nice and runs smoothly. It's very confusing to see Tales from. And 
that. Right. Uh, Sonic Frontiers is dated for November 8th. I think this leaks slightly early. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, there was like a Japanese trailer that went up and got taken down. And it got taken down, yeah. Um, I'm very excited. This trailer, uh, you know, introduced Cyber Girl who tells Sonic, stop fucking everything up. Sonic's immediately like, no. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then he hit the big red button. They also put Amy in the cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. they did. Gotta have that Sword Art Online Season 2 vibe. Oh. <laughs> Can you not? There's a strong connection Can with these not? fan bases. No. no. Can you not? Jesus. Do you think it's anyone's going to get it's like... It's not my fault, then. <laughs> no, no aggro. Sword Art fans connect to a different Sega fan base. Persona fans. <laughs> oh, man. Persona 5 fans. I would not I would not have stabbed Persona fans like that. Uh I have a moral high ground after stabbing. No, I just I think I can take any number of Sonic fans. Oh, okay. Well, there are too many Persona fans. Uh Moonbreaker. It was pretty cool. It was like Warhammer Core. You got to paint the miniatures. That was the Brandon Sanderson one, right? Thank you for remembering his name. I was like Andy Samberg, Sandy <laughs> Bramberg, Brandon Brandon <laughs> Sanderson, who who who's like, here's my book. Do you want eighty pages on how magic works? And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> he, he is the Jesus Christ of people who like hard magic systems. Cool. Uh, that actually looked really cool for this tabletop turn based game. Uh, the mechanics they put in for painting the miniatures looked awesome. Mm -hmm. And I know nothing about this writer, but I'm interested in how you integrate him into a game that's going into early access that is this tabletop thing. Is it just going to be tons of character bios and things like that? He, right. Yeah, I hope that there is actually a story mode in the playthrough that takes you through different tabletop battles. But It's not just some League of Legends shit. <laughs> right. Like, give us 80 pages on 400 characters <laughs> and okay. then fuck off. Okay, I'm going to say the name of a game and I genuinely don't have a mental image for it. Atlas Fallen? Yeah, that was the, the one with... Uh... It was like, you know, the, the, the big backstory of, oh, there used to be gods and they fucked off and it, now yeah, we have it looked cool like sand super, powers. It looked like super janky Forspoken. <laughs> yes, you, you have like Instead a... of only moderately janky like Forspoken. Okay, there we go. Um, I was like, the distinction being... Uh, you, you were They were protecting a caravan in the desert and mm -hmm. they, they slid down the, the sand dunes and then jumped up and hit them with big hammers. Yeah, they, it, the whole thing was pretty Godsfall. Okay, yeah. Godfall is a real vibe. Yeah, they were fighting Godfall lions. <laughs> this apparently didn't didn't Chris say that this was made by the people who did the original Lords of the Fallen? Oh yeah. Uh, yes, I think that's the case. Mm. Then we had Scars Above. It's like Stars Above, but scarred. Mm -hmm. Looks and like they Returnal. have the sci-fi outer space A, which I appreciate. Did you see the tweet that was going around? Mm -mm. And it was like game that is in outer space that it's just normal font for a and then an up arrow <laughs> like just removing the bridge in the middle i was like that's really good why does this keep happening i'm trying to remember which one this was it looked like returnal like oh okay it was the one that was returnal, returnal yeah. yeah i remember there was a oh look returnal game <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah if you pull up any image of it it just it's Returnal with the cast and a number of cutscenes, which is appreciated, honestly. It's like it's lower fidelity and not as impressive, but it has those, so it's clearly high budget in a 
completely different way. Like, right. Based on the timing, it feels first, like the first official trailer for Eternal came out and someone went, we're making that. <laughs> that does that does tend to happen. Uh-huh. Have fun with Gears 5. Ah! <laughs> no! 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 Phantom Hellcat? This that was a... is like a vaguely cartoony looking action game. We we and Bob were like, this looks like a low rent action game. We're morally obligated to buy it. Yes. <laughs> there, uh, was, there was a lot of neon. It, it had the woman who had like a, a cassette Walkman and two white masks hanging off her belt. Yes. And she had like half a mask on her face, I think. Yeah. Or her face was, was half a mask. It, yeah. it was a weird mix of so, like 3D side scrolling and then... And then Full 2D, 2D platformer, and I was like, "Oh, hey, look at look at this! It's like, it's like, oh man, oh god, it's playing? like El Shaddai, which yeah. you have to yes. play." Yes, I, I think that um, they even said that they were inspired by Nier Automata, right? Mm. But really, but really, it's El Shaddai. El Shaddai yes. uh -huh. <laughs> you thought you were inspired by Nier Automata, but it was me, El Shaddai. I just figured I'd throw up a picture of her face. <laughs> There's a picture of her face. I can't remember. It's some was it Scandinavian or something? It's some based on some other some culture we don't see that much of. They're uh like monsters. Oh yeah, so somebody had mentioned it. Don't remember. We'll move on. Uh Werewinds Meet? Chinese open world action game? Yep. What that's where they like it, that's where they like ran on the water and and, and ran up the like the the uh, mast of the ship, mm -hmm. and it looked like very Crouching Tiger-esque. Looked real Ghost of Tsushima mm. in yeah. its presentation and mechanics. It looked like a super janky version of it in mm. a lot of ways, but yes. It, it just, it's another one of those Chinese super games that are like, oh, look <laughs> at that. That's Maybe that's going to be real. <laughs> they ended the trailer with the dude standing on the ground pointing a sword upward at a giant fucking three or four face statue. Oh yeah, there's another guy on that statue. There's a tiny dude on that statue with it's, what was it, a jaguar with him yeah, or it was, leopard? It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, it was, it was, I was like, oh man, remember cool shit? Cool shit's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when cool shit shows up in video games. I'm like, is it cooler if you fight that statue or that guy? Uh, you can do one then the other. Ooh. Mm. Uh, let's see what's what's next. Okay, there we go. Oh God, the Kojima <laughs> podcast brain structure. I think it's a Spotify exclusive. It is mm -hmm. a Spotify exclusive, so we don't have to worry. Jeff Keighley has a segment. <laughs> I, I assume Absolutely. he will use that segment to announce their wedding. <laughs> uh, we got the Pokemon mini concept car. I mm. literally intentionally dozed off during this segment. <laughs> it's it's so weird. Uh. We will keep moving quickly. Dune Awakening open world survival MMO. Whatever. Yeah, yeah it was like they, we showed the Doom trailer and all of us were like, what could it be? What could it be? And then they put up the text for that. And it's like, oh, who cares? <laughs> right. It's like open world survival. I'm sorry. You've already lost yeah, the MMO. Sorry. Makes it even worse. Like, like pull both of the triggers arrhythmically to not attract the worm. <laughs> then we got our trailer for, uh, was it Return? Yeah, Return, Return to Monkey to Island. Monkey Island. With the horse armor, pre horse armor pre-order bonus, where it literally does <laughs> really funny. Yeah. Yes, thank God, that's pretty good. We need to punch Bethesda forever for that. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And now, for the worst thing of the show, 
Oh, gee, we... Rick. Oh, I don't know, Rick. Oh, this game, I'm going to be constantly talking for 40 hours. Oh, it's like Borderlands 4 featuring Justin <laughs> Roiland. Oh, jeez. She's entering the next stage. You're gonna, you're gonna need to judge. She's doing waves. Jump, jump, and grapple hook over the, over the waves. Good. Yes, we, you, you're doing it. Yeah, that was um. I know I'm gonna have to sit through this for the next year. Uh huh. And I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> it's not that bad. I just to be clear, I've not watched Rick and Morty, and yet, just from the amount of Rick and Morty I've gotten via osmosis. And his what was the name of the YouTube uh, sketch comedian who took off in the last year? Does the animation things? Joel Haver. Joel Haver. Just the Joel Haver video he was in was enough for me to be like, I'm full. Yeah, please, no more. Because that whole video is him as a droid asking to be killed for the entire thing in that exact oh voice. You know, I watched five minutes of the first one of those that the algorithm spit out and decided, no, thank you. <laughs> uh. I, I want to play this game to get to Mike Staklasa and 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 other guy. Rich well, Evans. Yeah, if, Rich if Evans. It's on Game, it's on game oh, Pass. Me. I'd be stupid not to play it. Exactly. It's great, right? You can't uh, afford not to play it. <laughs> You're not leaving video game on the table. Did anyone else try and watch the 25 minutes of Uncut Gameplay they released no. of this? No. It, it I ended in that boss fight, so I, I watched up to the boss fight again. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Like, like I said... It doesn't bother me as much. <laughs> Game looks a little janky. Yeah, I, that, that makes sense. It's, it seems like it's a an instrument to deliver it, that, like the writing. It is a vessel. It's <laughs> like the it, it is the uh, Ritz cracker. Yeah, it, yes. it, it is. It is more of a game that they want to show you all of these kooky characters and listen to all right. the dialogue. And it's the shooter is the vehicle for that. And it makes sense. Uh, apparently, this was uh, started under funding and stuff from Stadia. So it being like famous YouTubers are guns is oh. like, oh, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I really want to play it just to get to them, but I'm not sure I could finish the fight. So I'm scared <laughs> to offer it as a stream goal. <laughs> Because tapping out's kind of healthy. <laughs> I will say, uh, every time uh, he has to cock that talking gun, mm -hmm. uh, it makes my dick hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a great animation. I hate looking at it. <laughs> that seems intentional. That is totally fair. Uh, and now we're moving on to the future game showcase, which snuck. The future game show really snuck up on us. I yes. saw Bob posted in the Discord. I'm like, the fuck is this? Why is he posting a show from last June? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Uh, I don't uh, know. I just, I just listed the things that I thought were interesting as I watched that show. Okay, the only thing I wanted to talk about was the last thing I entered. So if you want to take this segment, let's go. Uh, they showed, it is called Hypercharge Unboxed. It seems to be a wave-based shooter where you're an action figure but it has licenses for toys but they're none of the characters you control it's hmm. just like toys that you're fighting or that are in like the environment um it looks it looks neat in it in the trailer somebody jet packs up to a plane that's flying and sets a bomb on it and then jumps off and jet packs down so that's cool yeah mm -hmm. uh but fuck that we have snack coon <laughs> yes 
yes. game where you are a raccoon in a city where snacks have been outlawed and you need to find snacks. It's really good. <laughs> Just it this looks raccoon it looks like a sneaking through the air duct and then crashing into this cafe. <laughs> It it's looks really like good. a fusion of Stray and Goat Game. Uh, not Goat Game. Uh, goose Game. Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> it's hilarious to even see like the jumping prompts and things that you saw in Stray. Yes. And then you just screw up and fall on stuff. <laughs> That's really good. It's really good. And then a game that was so... we This, this had a trailer a month ago. Mm. It was the standard uh, cinematic fantasy trailer. You know, guy in armor some dark cliffs you, you know it then they showed a gameplay trailer and tainted grail the fall of avalon is a game that looks like a skyrim mod <laughs> that's not a joke that's not hyperbole it's not me exaggerating yeah, Dan oh, was yeah, watching it. This is a Skyrim like, you, mod. This is just oblivious. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I, I watched this uh, and I didn't remember the name. I had to go look it up to remember the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, this is just aimed laser focused at the Skyrim market. Y- you do not show an NPC talking from that distance in that incredibly stiff way without it being like, you're okay with this, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much about it that is that. I think it's kind of great. I think it's great that it is. It is. It immediately stole my heart. (laughs) It also has really cool visuals. Like the the astral planes they go through or whatever. That shit's really cool. And then you go back to, you know, your Skyrim look at areas where it's just like, oh, it's desaturated and everything sucks because it's nighttime. Uh, The chant, it's like a survival horror game where you have magic. Uh, It looks looks better than a lot of survival horror games because it seems to have combat that they're putting effort into because hmm. she's like it's like oh i'm walking through the, the fucking curse area and i have uh i have like magic and i'm fighting monsters and i'm throwing up like like spikes from the ground and throwing oh, out geez, like bolts <laughs> oh geez rick <laughs> oh this is terrible <laughs> And they, she gets hurt, and the screen gets all desaturated. That's a really terrible looking UI, though. Mm. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> uh, Wizardry: The Five Ordeals, an ancient dungeon crawling RPG from 2006 that never came out over here, uh, is finally coming out over here. They they like upresed all the assets and everything too. I, they, they tricked me. I had no idea this was a 2006 game that didn't mm-hmm. come out over here. I'm like, oh shit, a new Wizardry, <laughs> right? <laughs> one of those japanese wizardries where the, where the uh where the market split and it's like uh the western side made games for people who are masochists and the japanese side made games for people who actually want to die <laughs> <laughs> uh after image it's a metroidvania about an anime girl and it's very floaty looking and looks almost exactly like dustin elysian tale in terms of the physics I forget. Did most... this one just start as Kickstarter? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I it wasn't in the show. Okay. All right. There's there's but another game that looked fairly done. Okay. No, it's a different one. There was a different. You're game thinking that... about the one where the walk cycle is sadly deficient in frames. No, there's the third one <laughs> that <laughs> okay. looks very much like Dustin Lee's and Kit to Tail. Okay. Man. Uh, 
Uh, this is this isn't a game, but they had the devs introduce their games multiple times, and all of them uniformly sounded like they were in a fucking wind tunnel. I don't <laughs> know what was happening. Uh, while watching this, I was like, Bob, this game is being developed by a sentient box because that's what this person's mic sounded like. And during him presenting this, they do a cut on words he said. But since it's so rough sounding, I'm like, I, it's not even sinking in in time because my brain's having to parse out the sound. Uh, yeah, it was a little rough. It was a little rough. I wish more people had access to people with a good laugh mic. I wish that was a service I could provide, but there is literally no one doing anything important in Niceville. <laughs> uh, next game was Tesla Grad 2. It is a sequel to a game that uh, I never heard of before that from, I think, eight years ago. I think it's from, or nine. It was from 2013 wow. or 2014. Mm. I didn't even um, catch the two. It's a Metroidvania. You have electrical powers. There doesn't seem to be a lot of combat. It mostly seems to be about using these electrical powers. So like you travel along power lines, you can throw things super far using like rail cannon type stuff. You can teleport short distances. There's like a really neat looking part where you're like teleporting onto a slope and doing like a really big grind along like a, a, a half circle and shooting up. Now, this is the one that has the, the walk cycle with not enough ramps. Okay. Hmm. Yes. Because the main character has two different outfits, so they have to do two different sets of art. It is so funny because sometimes it goes, like, very well animated. Oh, with yeah. Her. yeah. And then she like, walks, and it's like that. What happened? She'll engage yeah. with the thing in the background, and they'll give her 10 million frames turning. and then uh, I went and looked at Tesla Grad, and it, 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 based on how the first one looked, it seems like a Braid clone. Like, that was the intent. Like, we saw Braid. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. But it, it looks a lot more high rent than Braid, even the okay. old one. I mean, like it looks like oh, good. this has much. This has many more ideas than Braid had, but you know more than one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last game I wrote down, Stray Blade, which is like a it, it comes off like a knockoff of Kingdoms of Amalur, mm. where it's like you're a Welsh guy and you're doing action combat that doesn't seem so good. And you have a talking cat in it, <laughs> and it looks very much like War of Warcraft. Yeah, we actually put that talking cat on one of our <laughs> big thing to mention thumbnails. thumbnails. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was uh, the big thing to mention thumbnail a few weeks back. Let me see if I can find it quickly. Because, yeah, I had to edit that weird scrimblo out in order to put it in that fucking image. I was god. like, oh god, that did happen. So yeah, it looks like a yet another low rent jank computer RPG that I'll have to buy for fifteen dollars on Steam Play. <laughs> yeah, it can it can stand along uh, two worlds two, ooh, and uh, Venetica. I don't, oh, that I was like, I don't know if I heard of this um, one. And let's see, what's what's the other one that I always think of? Uh, Alec. No, not 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 Elec. I haven't played Elec. Draken sang the River of Time. Oh God, those <laughs> every one of those Draken whatever games are to- so bad. <laughs> Draken sang the River of Time, which is the second one, has a really great opening area and then like a really great set piece at the end of it, and then the game immediately runs out of money and you're going through <laughs> and you're going through like boring ass tombs. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Nope, can't find uh, it. That's all the games that I wrote down. Off the grid, the Neil Blomkamp game 
that it, it, it see here's the thing because aggro had a conversation with me after i said something on big think in the past about neil bomb i've been safe i didn't have to have an opinion on anything that person made People were like, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was fucking stupid. And I'm like, well, I'm going to avoid it if those are the two responses elicited from people. I'll be good. And then, and then, and now we have this game. So this was announced earlier this year. That's when I talked about it on a big thing. This is the first we got to see it. Is a CG trailer of people in a vehicle pulling up and people standing out in the road and then they shoot and they do a shooty fight and then there's a cool flip and there's some cool trip wires to cause a bomb, but that's okay because the guy does a flip over and shoots him in midair and then there's an explosion and it says part one <laughs> and I go fuck I literally have nothing to take away from this. It's okay, Dan. We're safe for playing it. It's just another battle royale, no matter how I, much sugar I want to put you, on it. Could you imagine that's what all of this is leading up to? They said that. They announced that? They announced that. That was supposed to be This five is a battle people. royale with, with a story. Five or six people having a shootout. Uh-huh. Is their way of promoting and building up to the release of a battle royale game. Yeah, they're insane. It's run by some guy who has never made a video game in his life and has no idea what they should even be. Okay. <laughs> I, I I didn't know that Neil Blomkamp's movies uh lost on average twenty-five percent in the in tomato score for each one to the most recent <laughs> one having a fifteen percent. Jesus, that that like, or is there a newer one? You said that a, I was it's like, a newer you one. can't do that that many times. You'll end the up newer like one 10. <laughs> It's a newer one called Demonic. Ah, uh, yes. Don't remember that at all. Okay, well, it's a battle royale. Obviously, I'm. I don't have to play it, right? I'm We're safe. Good. I'm fine. Feel free. Go ahead, Neil. I, that no problems here. <laughs> this this industry loves Neils with their head up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's it. All the news. Oh my god, we, we did, did it. it. My god, we survived. We survived the surprise double show. We were prepared for one. Yeah, two. Uh, uh-uh. didn't see that coming. It's a lot easier when you watch it after the fact. I'm like, this game doesn't look bad. Five seconds. I mean, this game looks bad. Five seconds, five seconds, five seconds, five seconds. Oh, it's gone now. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> to be fair, the opening night live was a lot better put together as a show than yes. future game show. Future um, game show is. Yeah, they, uh, the future game show had had uh, Kratos's actor. Yeah. And they had him say boy a lot. And, and that then was they, their whole. That was all they had. And then they had references to the fact that they made him say boy, and that was its own joke. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, it was rough. But uh, that's it. A big thing to mention this week. Uh, we're going to go to Agra. Agra, what do you have going on in the next week? Um, I'm going to probably watch Future Game Show again and see if any of it will stick this time. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Great. You know, I, I got that Uncharted movie on Blu-ray. I think I might do that, too. <laughs> See if any of it sticks this time. Mm. No. Hey, guys, if a, if a red box goes, it's $2 to rent it, 5 to own. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a trap, obviously. Uh, Chris Wolfhart. Sorry. <laughs> Chris Wolfhart. I, this is the radio DJ voice every time. I'm like, what a cool fucking name. Anyways. Which Tekken game are you from? <laughs> Get ready for the next battle. <laughs> uh, what do you got going on in the next week? 
I don't know. I'm going to stream something I haven't decided yet. I finished Final Fantasy, and I, I never plan more than one game ahead of time. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad system. <laughs> As I sit here at Gears you don't, 5. You don't get, you don't get <laughs> bogged down in a... In, you know, a schedule. It's like, I don't want to play this, though. It's like, you scheduled it. Do it. <laughs> oh, the fucking lancer to the legs. As Chris Once is you finish all remove. of the gears eggs, you have to eat all of the armored core eggs, Dan. At least the armored core eggs will consistently wife into my ass. <laughs> yes. You don't know that, Dan. Hey, I think I'm pretty safe until we get to the PS3. <laughs> then I truly have no idea. Okay, armor core games don't have a story. Basically, you get emails about who to kill and you do it, but then you get an ending and it's like, wow, this was a cool ending. And then the next game goes, we either will or will not follow up on that. <laughs> you have to make. I mean, it's a from game. You got to make sure to read all the item descriptions because That's true. maybe maybe your wife dies in the backstory for a missile pod or or, or like a, the, the the moonlight saber or whatever. <laughs> this sword is your wife. <laughs> oh my god. Somebody else should take this brilliant narrative concept and do something with it. Uh, in the next week, Bob and I are playing Gears 5 and Vanquish. And if we're feeling extra froggy at the end of Gears 5, we may play an hour or two of Gears Tactics. There is no way we are beating that. That game is huge. Aside from that, there is a stream goal currently going to squeeze one last game into Cogist. Army of Two. One. <laughs> If it fit in a Holy month, this shit. would be it. <laughs> this month, by the way, also could have been called Bro-October. Yes. <laughs> uh, I feel like you could really easily make a, like a six to eight game month of games on in seventh gen that are exactly Gears of War, but are not Gears of War. <laughs> 100%. The question is, would it be lethal? Right. <laughs> you've, uh, you've lived through worse. I'm just really glad 7th Gen Wonderland won and not, yep, it's a 7th Gen shooter, even though it would have been really funny to go through some of those because they are no shit four hours long. Yeah, that would have been hype in its own way of like, we sure did Blitz through this entire month in a weekend. <laughs> yeah, th see, see, the funny thing is, though, you're still going to have to confront all of those games eventually anyway. <laughs> We're just like, doomed. There's, there's no timeline where you don't have to confront Ride to Hell or Matt Hazard, or Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, we can't escape them. That's true. That's very true. At least we escaped it for now. <laughs> That's something, right? I can appreciate that, right? Guys? Now play all of Haze. <laughs> <laughs> Summoning raptors. <laughs> God. God. Anyways, that's going to do it for this week on Big Think Dimension. Thank you, everyone who showed up and hosted. We'll see you guys next time. Yes, it will be next time. <laughs> oh, thank God. I thought we were canceled. <laughs> HBO came for us. Oh, I thought you meant the other kind of canceled. <laughs> the CEO of HBO canceled us. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Big Think Dimension. Big Think Dimension is only possible because of your support over on Patreon.com slash GB Podcast, where you can get access to all sorts of content like Curse Content Committee, where you get to vote on what terrible movie we watch, and also Isolation 119.